BBC Three Counties Radio. It's six o'clock, I'm Simon Oxley. The headlines, Bucks County Council criticised over children's services. Family of Hart's soldiers say his death could have been avoided and praise for train driver after shopping trolley left on the line. BBC Three Counties Radio. The Chief Executive of Buckinghamshire County Council has been told to stand down from a panel overseeing the improvement of children's services. In a critical report leaked to BBC Three Counties, Chris Williams was found to be sluggish in dealing with issues highlighted last year. More from Paul Scott. Last year, a damning Ofsted report found vulnerable children in Buckinghamshire were not a priority for the council. A government report triggered by that inspection has been leaked and found the council to be slow in dealing with issues. Terrible red tape was also found to be a problem when recruiting social workers. The family of a Hertfordshire soldier killed in a friendly fire incident in Afghanistan say his death could have been avoided if an inquiry into a missile system had been set up. 26-year-old Captain Tom Sawyer from Watford died in 2009. Yesterday, a coroner recorded a narrative conclusion following a two-week inquest into his death and that of a colleague. In a statement, Captain Sawyer's family said they hoped lessons would finally be learned after six similar incidents involving the Javelin weapons system. The actions of a driver who prevented a train derailment in Hertfordshire after hitting a shopping trolley have been praised by police. Govia Northern, the train company involved, is offering a £1,000 reward for information following the incident at Wellin North. Detective Inspector Chris Neeson says it was a deliberate act of vandalism. It's taken effort and it's obviously quite deliberate and uh, reckless to throw a trolley from a bridge in front of a train uh, that's coming is absolutely stupid. It's certainly a criminal act that we will deal with. An RAF plane has landed in Sierra Leone to help in the possible evacuation of a British military healthcare worker who's tested positive for Ebola. The woman will be assessed by experts before a decision is made. A teenager remains in custody after being arrested over an attack on a Watford supporter after last Saturday's game at Wolves. The 18-year-old was arrested yesterday morning. Father of two, Nick Cruis, has been left critically injured. A fundraising page set up for the 44-year-old from Hemel Hempstead has now raised nearly £25,000. Production companies have been given extra help to shoot movies in Hertfordshire. All ten councils have signed a charter, making it easier for crews to film in the county. Conservative deputy leader of the county council, Chris Haywood, says it's an important step forward. Well, the one thing about Hertfordshire is we're never complacent about anything because things can change. Yes, it's quite true our film industry is doing well and we're delighted about that. But we're in a competitive environment. We have to compete with other parts of the country that also want to woo this business. So we can't stand still. We always have to be one jump ahead of the game. In sport, Chelsea are out of the Champions League after being held to a two-all draw by 10-man Paris Saint-Germain. Jose Mourinho's side drew three all on aggregate after extra time but went out on the away goals rule. The weather, a cloudy start, but bright or sunny intervals will develop. A maximum temperature 12 degrees Celsius. And you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. Thank you, Simon. Morning, Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. I got up late this morning. I didn't wake up until 19 minutes past four. Flip DD. The panic that set in. And that panic rose and rose until at 25 minutes past four, I got up. It's weird, that thing, isn't it? When you're in bed and your alarm goes off at whenever and you kind of just... I'm just going to lie here for two more minutes. What do those two minutes... Those two minutes don't get you anything. They don't buy you anything. 
I made it. We here. Should we do this, Shiz? Yeah. I love it when I almost say a swear word. It's surprisingly, it's Kelly who reacts the most. Her tiny little rabbit-sized heart sinks. You could do that, Kelly. If ever you needed a heart transplant, and I pray to God you don't, you can have my rabbits. Oh, thank you. No worries. He's annoying. What is on the show? What is on show? Catherine, I've got no idea what is on show. Books Council criticised. Derailment narrowly avoided. Yep, didn't rhyme. And washing your laundry in public, literally. Well, in Toddington, in public, literally. In a washing machine. Washing your, your laundry in public isn't a phrase. Dirty linen in public. That's getting, we're getting you've close. You've got linen because you're posh. Airing. You might have some sort of man-made mix and that's OK. Hang, hang on a minute, hang on. Often iron's better. Hang on. Beds, hearts and butts. Hang on. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Just don't have it too hot. Do you know what song I fancy, Kelly? Hang on, Sloopy. And I don't know who sang it. Hang on, Sloopy. Sloopy, hang on. Do, 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 I could look at that for you. Dun, dun. The McCoys. The real McCoys? Nope. The fake ones. I might have it on this computer, actually. Well, why are you giving the responsibility to her, then? Because I want her to feel that she's part of the team and that she's valued. She's mine. Uh, no, I haven't got it, so if you could do that and the, the Peanuts theme, because that's a nice bit of music, we'll all have a wig out to that. Uh, the Peanuts no. theme is now in. There you go. Hey! Well, I tell you what, you're, while you're waiting, while we're waiting for that... Um, <coughs> no, the phrase is... Um, hang on. Biggie Smalls out in public. No, uh, Biggie Smalls where? Biggie Smalls in public. He's dead, isn't it? Yeah, he died. Yeah, that's a shame. No, the phrase is airing your dirty linen in public. Airing it? Yes. That I is the phrase. wash it, don't air it. No, but it's that's... dirty. The... <laughs> Airing's not going to cut it. Airing's what you do when you, you know, just pull your bedclothes back. Hey, I've got a good one, it. I've got a good one. Hmm? Pop stars that sound like... Laundry. Airing Neville. Neville, yeah? Guys? Kelly, why are you looking confused? And Catherine, why aren't you laughing? Iron Man. He's not a pop star, mate. Uh, I love that, though. I'll tell you what, OK, celebrities, including uh, fictional superheroes, that sound like something you do with your laundry. Airing Neville and the Iron Man. Peggy oh. Mitchell. Hey, now we've got a game! Now we've no, got... Peggy Lee, cos Peggy Mitchell's fictional. Don't matter, don't well, matter. I feel like I let myself down there. But you need more than one Peggy. Ke- Kelly. Dina Washington. You got it! We've got ourselves a game! Suggs. It sounds like Suds. Suggs! This is brilliant! We've got from literally nowhere. Imagine if we were um, uh, stuck in a, a prison cell in Iran. This We'd have like 30 years of this. So far, it's only been two and a half, dear listener. You got off light. Oh, wait, 459 455 555. People's names that almost kind of sort of sound like something you do with laundry. Airing Neville, any of the Peggies, Sucks from Madness. Who was yours? Dina Washington. Dina Washington. Oh, I know, that fella Bubble off, the, off of the Big Brother, but he's not really a celebrity. Bubble, yeah. Hang on a minute. Do we really want to name all of them now, or should we let them? Oh, yeah, have you got that song? Oh, yes, come in. Thanks. We'll have the song. Is the content okay? Yes, mate. It's Hang On Sloopy by the McCoys. Yeah, but... It, what does know. he mean by Sloopy? Yeah. 
It was a, a manoeuvre employed by Vietnam veterans uh, in the d- deepest, darkest jungle. Mm. That's what I suspected. Um, have we got it? Yeah. Bye, bye, Peanuts. Hello, Sloopy. BBC Three Counties Radio. Now, council leaders in Buckinghamshire were too slow to react to problems with children's services. That's according to a leaked government report seen by BBC Three Counties Radio. It was commissioned by the Department for Education after the county council was given an inadequate rating by Ofsted last August. Well, Paul Scoynes has got more on this. Paul, why are the council leaders in the line of fire with this report? Well, Ian, they've been absolutely slammed in this report, uh, which really says that they were sluggish to deal with some of the problems that were highlighted last year. And that is unfortunately something which has gone from the very top to the bottom. And it particularly highlights the chief executive of the council, Chris Williams, for not dealing with quickly uh, things that came across his desk, uh, reported up to him from officers, and also the political leadership, who it just uh, seemed not to be a priority for them, the, uh, the care of children in their, in their responsibility. Uh, what more does the report say? Well, it shows that uh, there's a a lot of red tape in the organisation. So, for example, recruiting staff took a very long time. 
the uh, the line that I particularly thought was quite shocking was that it took 54 forms to recruit a uh, uh, an agency social worker, and sometimes that would take a month. The report said it would only take a couple of days. And as a result of all of that red tape and the general feeling that things weren't changing, staff morale was very low. And this is, I suppose, a real concern when you're dealing with children in the most vulnerable positions who need the councils to step in and deal with them at uh, at, at desperate times. 54 forms? Mm. That sounds crazy. Yes, indeed. And um, unfortunately, they're not able to hold on to those staff as well. We've done this story before, Ian, on our show, when, you know, we have problems with social workers who just, you know, see London as a more uh, lucrative option. Mm. And uh, that happens in Hertfordshire too. But Buckinghamshire had a particular problem with it. And that was one of the issues that they were having. Uh, And the report was instigated after an offset inspection last year, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. Ofsted stepped in and had a look and they found that the whole operation of children's services at the council was inadequate. And that really led to a number of uh, investigations, not just within the own uh, council itself, but uh, the government stepping in, sending in these, this team of external investigators to have a look. And this is the report that is due to be published in a several weeks. I've had it leaked to uh, me and, and, and several others at three counties as well. Uh, and that report is now currently, this, this one we're talking about, is currently with the minister. And uh, he'll make some comments in the next couple of weeks. Who's this? Uh, so Chris Williams, Chief, the Chief Executive Chris Williams. What, what, what's his role in this and what's he said? Well, as Chief Executive of the organisation, I suppose he is the man in charge of, of overseeing the way that uh, Butts County Council deals with its, uh, its looked-after children. They're, they're called corporate parents. So basically they are, uh, they are essentially the parents of some of these children who either don't have parents or are in care. Um, and he was overseeing the, the board which was changing the services after this bad report last year. And this report has called for him to step down from that. He oh. accepts these findings and he's going to do that. So he's stepping down from that board. There are obviously calls from opposition councillors and from other parties that he should resign and also the leadership of the council should resign too. Uh, and and the, the council's response, they've issued a statement, I'm assuming. Yeah, it's a, very, it's a pithy statement. They say that they can't really talk until the report's properly published. They say they accept all the re- recommendations in this draft report. They're already putting in place improvements to achieve a good rating. He was talking at a council meeting this week and we were able to listen to that uh, and he said that the council had been named and shamed. He said he acknowledged that there were problems in children's services. He did say that the report recommended no further intervention from the Secretary of State but others have said well this investigation team are going to be with the council for the next 18 months keeping an eye on things so they're really doing that anyway. Scoins, thank you very much 08459 455 555. Let's have a morning of songs that sound similar. Could we have the Kingsmen and Louis Louis because it sounds exactly like Hang On Sloopy by the McCoys. But, bo- but both are excellent. Both uh, work. They just sound identical, I think. OK. I'll tell you why I'm inspired by this. I, this isn't, but I'm, I'm back-inspiring myself. I'm back-spired. <laughs> um, uh, the, the, the Pharrell, Pharrell Williams and um, Marvin Gaye. Can we, has anyone heard played those two songs back-to-back? The Pharrell Williams the, and the Marvin Gaye? Well, the, apart, apart from the court... Because apparently they don't sound alike. They just got the same vibe. No. No. I would suggest that they are too similar. Really? Yeah. I remember hearing it and thinking, "Gosh, that just sounds like." Can we get the two and? Um, yeah, sure. I tell you what. Let's get the two. We'll do that after half past six. We'll get Dealey on because he's a musical expert, and we will we'll chew the fat. We'll chew the fat with Dealey. That's a new feature. Chewing the fat with Dealey. Chewing. Chewing. No. You nearly said something vulgar, didn't you? Well done for censoring yourself. That's progress. You're developing as as a human spirit. 
Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M25 clockwise, there's been an accident between Junction 21A for the M1 South and 22 for St Albans because it's because of a, a lorry fire, uh, a lorry accident yesterday evening, and it's still causing delays this morning, closing a lane. On the A1M, that's moving fine through the roadworks between Junction 1 for the M25 and 2 for Wellham Green. And having a look at the speed sensors in Amersham on the A416 Sycamore Road, there's roadworks at the turning for Hill Avenue, but they're not causing any delays at the moment. And on the trains, Abellio Greater Anglia have 15 minute delays. Between Bishop Stortford and Liverpool Street. It's because of a power problem at some of the level crossings between Enfield Lock and Northumberland Park. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Sammy. Coming up in 15 minutes, we're going to be chewing the fat with Justin Daly. I could, this is, this is, you know, when um, Zuckerberg woke up from a, a, um, a virginal dream about women that he'd never seen naked before because he was Mark Zuckerberg and he went, Hmm, I got an idea for a thing called Facebook. The Facebook. The Facebooks. And uh, everyone's going, what are you talking about? And he went, no, it's going to be big. I'm, I'm getting the same vibe that Zuckerberg had uh, when he woke up from that dream. I'm getting the same vibe about chewing the fat with Justin Daly. This is going to be mahoosive. 6.17, it's uh, th- 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 Thursday, the 12th of March. I'm in, Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. The chief executive of Bucks County Council has been told to stand down from a panel overseeing the improvement of children's services. The family of a Hertfordshire soldier killed in a friendly fire incident in Afghanistan say his, his death could have been avoided. And a train company is offering a reward to catch vandals who threw a shopping trolley onto a railway line near Wellin. BBC's Three Counties Radio. Every Sunday morning from nine. I play soul music. I've always had a deep love of soul music. Soul music is such happy music anyway. When I say soul music, I'm talking about Motown and Philadelphia. Tony Blackburn. The artists that I'd play really would be people like Luther Vandross, Alexandra Neal, Sister Sledge, you know, a lot of the Motown, Diana Ross and the Supremes. With two hours of great soul music for Sunday morning. There's some good new soul records that come out. I do include them, but they're mainly classics. Most people like hearing music from the 70s and 80s, and uh, particularly the jazz funk here. Tony Blackburn. Music is, has been and always has been like, a very strong part of my life. Every You're a Sunday DJ, Tony. That's why. On BBC. Th- he's a DJ. That's why it's a strong part of his life. I mean, I don't want to, you know, point out the obvious to him. He's a lovely gentleman, but he says his music's been a strong part of his life. Well, it's his job. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, um, the people that sound like something you might do with washing, airing Neville. Nice. Suggs, Suds from Madness. Uh, all of the Peggies. Yeah. And anything else. Um, during the fact with Justin Dealey coming up, and also songs that sound the same. Apparently, and if we could get these, busy fingers today, please, young lady. She's on it. Slade Pedrick has suggested that Walk the Dinosaur... Who was that? Was, not was. Yeah, sounds like... Uptown Funk. Yeah, it does. Someone's done a mashup. I, I tweeted it about three days ago. Is it? It's really good. Get the, get, get the, get the two on. Let's have them on. Do you want to hear that mashup? Um, yeah, sure, why not? Let's have the mashup. Uh, and 08459 455555. Uh, this sounds like um, Hang On Sloopy. But this came first. The original and the best. The Kingsman, Louis Louis. Although I don't think they actually did it first.
SB Avenue. 08459 455 555. Thank you, Kingsman. Now, police have praised a train driver for preventing a train derailment in Hertfordshire after hitting a supermarket trolley left on the track. Rail operator Govia Northern is offering a £1,000 reward for information about last month's incident near Wellin North. Well, Roger Perkins is their spokesman. Morning, Roger. Hello. So what happened? Well, it was at Wellin Garden City. It was the 10th of February, Tuesday. Um, and it was our 517 train going from Cambridge to London King's Cross and some some idiot had thrown a shopping trolley down onto the track and what hasn't been reported is that a week later another two from the same footbridge were lobbed down onto the track which didn't cause didn't cause any incident um, this one, the one that happened the first week uh, well the train hit it, it damaged the train the train was then stranded for two hours it was very fortunate it wasn't derailed and there were passengers on board that train. I mean, they could have been serious injuries, um, as it was, I suppose. They were lucky they were only de- um, delayed for two hours. But, I mean, this kind of thing, it's, it's, it's unbelievable, really. So, it's happened, so three trolleys have been chucked onto the track. One uh, a serious incident where the train hit the trolley. How, uh, how important was the driver's role in, in, in um, preventing anything worse happening there? Well, I mean, obviously, uh, I mean, uh, the, the drivers there in the cab, there's... there's he, he can't move away from, he can't steer around a thing like that. What he has to do is very quickly hit those brakes, bring the train to a halt as quickly as he can, which, of course, he, he did, and then follow safety procedures to make sure that everyone stays on the train, which is the safest place to be. Is he all right, the driver? Because that must be a real shock to the system to see something, you know, you're, you're travelling on a train track, you expect it to be clear, and then something, you know, is, is in the way. Well, that, this, is, this is one of the points. I mean, there, there are two really important things here I'd like to say. I mean, one, the safety of our passengers is paramount, and that's why we've put up this reward to identify whoever's doing this, because very clearly, you know, it, it is a wanton act. It, it's something that is it's not, just, not just mucking around, is it? I mean, someone here is thinking, I want to cause some harm. And then the second thing is absolutely, the, the, guy, the guy who's our colleague who's in the front of that train it's it's that they have a hard enough time as it is um i mean sometimes people take their lives in front of trains as well um and on top of that you get this and you you don't really know in the flash what it is you're, you're necessarily facing there so it's incredibly traumatic for for our colleagues the people who drive these trains uh, roger if p- people know the idiot or idiots that did this uh, how do they get in touch and uh, what, what do they do Please, please call free phone 0800 405040. That's 0800 405040. They can also text 61016. Um, and that gets you through to British Transport Police who are working together with us on this. I mean, there's one other point I want to make is that supermarkets, some of them have this coin retention thing where you, you, know, you put a pound in, you get your tro- trolley, you get your pound back at the end of it. Now, if all supermarkets had this, we wouldn't get this sort of thing, would we? People wouldn't be leaving shopping trolleys no. around. It's, it's not the supermarket's fault, though, is it? Oh, gosh, it's no. not the supermarket's they fault, do, but they... it's something that may, that may make a difference. Supermarkets do this odd thing now, and I've got no idea how this technology works. I don't know if you've seen this, Roger, where if you try to leave the premises with your trolley, it freezes. Have you seen that? I haven't seen that. That's... Oh, it's, if you try and walk out of the, the car park with it, it, the wheels just lock, and I, I've got no idea how it does it. No, I, I've, I've not seen no. that. I've seen the one where it keeps you pound if you don't yeah, take yeah, it don't, back. Boy, oh boy, they're not getting my pound. Roger, listen, I wish you the very best of luck. Thank you so much for coming on. Absolutely ridiculous that that would happen. Thank you, Roger Perkins from Govia. How does that work, the trolley thing? If you try and leave the car park, 
The wheels locks. And also, if you've, if you've got your mate in there and you're bombing along, well, he could have a serious injury. You pointed out something interesting about this song. What song did you say this sounded like? Jumping Jack Flash. Yeah, do you know why, mate? Because it, it is. Is Jumping Jack Flash your plum? Travel news for beds, hearts, and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M25 clockwise, there's a lane closed between junction 21A for the M1 South and 22 for St Albans. And having a look at the North Orbital Road on the speed sensors, it's starting to build up around the M25 junction 21A roundabout. In Milton Keynes on the A421 standing way, there's roadworks at the Kingston roundabout, so expect delays there later on. But it's not looking too bad at the moment, looking at the speed sensors. And on the trains at Belio Greater Anglia, 
are reporting 15-minute delays between Bishop Stortford and Liverpool Street. That's because of a power problem at some level crossings between Enfield Lock and Northumberland Park. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's 6.30, I'm Simon Oxley. The Chief Executive of Buckinghamshire County Council has been told to stand down from a panel overseeing the improvement of children's services. In a critical government report leaked to BBC Three Counties, Chris Williams was found to be sluggish in dealing with issues highlighted last year. The family of a Hertfordshire soldier killed in a friendly fire incident in Afghanistan say his death could have been avoided if an inquiry into a missile system had been set up. 26-year-old Captain Tom Sawyer from Watford died in 2009. Yesterday, a coroner recorded a narrative conclusion. And the actions of a driver who prevented a train derailment in Hertfordshire after hitting a shopping trolley have been praised by police. Govia Northern, the train company involved, is offering a £1,000 reward for information following the incident at Wellin North. Three Counties Sports. BBC Three Counties Radio. Chelsea are out of the Champions League after being held to a two-all draw by 10-man Paris Saint-Germain. Jose Mourinho's side drew three all on aggregate after extra time but went out on the away goals rule. I think they deserve to win. When a team cannot defend two corners and concede two goals in the corner, a team doesn't deserve to win. Uh, when a team cannot cope with the pressure of being with one player more and play at home, the stadium doesn't accept the team to control the game. We want the team to, to win it. I think we couldn't cope with that pressure. Elsewhere, Bayern Munich thrashed 10-man Shakhtar 7-0. Tonight, Everton, the only British side left in the Europa League, faced Dynamo Kiev at Goodison Park in their last 16 first-leg tie. And after winning the Queen Mother Champion Chase and the Coral Cup on day two of the Cheltenham Festival, trainer Paul Nichols is looking for more success in today's feature, the World Hurdle. His winning jockey yesterday was Sam Twiston-Davis. Yeah, it was very, very important. It was something that obviously we needed to do as a team was, was get Cheltenham rolling and have a good time. We've been very, very lucky and we've had a lot of good weekends, but a lot of people kind of judge you on your Cheltenham. So to get one on the on the board for, for Paul is absolutely brilliant. And then for Dodger to win it is stuff dreams are made of. And what's the best bit about the week is we've still got two days left to, to do what we can. BBC Three Counties News and Sports. The next full bulletin is at seven. Call 08459 455 555. Keep them waiting. C3 Counties Radio. Happy? You happy with that one? I don't need that one. That one's a little bit limp. Just want that one. That one's a bit limp. You might need to tighten the nut. Oh, yeah, look at that. It's time for a new feature. We're chewing the fat with Justin Dealey. Yes, boss. You're right, boss. Hey, I'll tell you what, this morning. Yes, fella. Oh, I am high this morning, legally what? high. The what? music you have been playing, hey. the Kingsmen, Louie, Louie, yes. Is it a great song? I'm, I'm really. Do you know what? That early kind of rock and roll from mm. about sort of 61 to about 63 has never really interested me until recently. Yeah. And I'm starting to dig it, man. I'm oh. starting to dig it. Let me give you a soundtrack that you must listen to. Yes, please. And Louie, Louie. By soundtrack, sorry. Do you mean song? Uh, I mean a soundtrack to a film. Aye. Oh. The, this film soundtrack is amazing. Quadrophenia. Louis Louis on there. Green is Onions is on there. The is Night it? Train oh, by, see, by I don't James know Brown. the soundtrack album. I just know the album. I don't know the soundtrack album. Go and get the soundtrack album. I will um, uh, buy it legally today. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Right. Now listen, you're a musical expert. Well, yeah. You didn't know what Pictures of Lily was about. Well, I, I'm an innocent type of guy. <laughs> wow, come on. <laughs> 
You're always going around um, uh, claiming to anyone that will listen that Catherine has uh, sexually harassed you. Yes, uh, that did happen, but that was then, this is now. You know, we try and move on. Can you put that behind you? Uh, I think so, yes. Can you, really? Yeah. Wow. Because I don't remember it at all, but I guess that would be the defence of most... um... Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, they all said Apparently. that. They all said that, and they all exactly, went down. I don't remember it at all. There we go. But I'm. Is it good that you do? Every now and again, you know, I might have a nightmare about it, but but it's only every every few right. years. It's not every week. So, I'm not I'm not traumatised by what happened. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. If you want to chew the fat with Justin Dealey, mm. today's fat that we're chewing songs that sound the same. Just you know what? I'm going to give you three straight away. Oh, get in there. And I'm surprised you haven't mentioned this one. Yep. Because this is right up your street. Yep. Chuck Berry. Yep. Sweet little sixteen. Oh yeah yeah. The Beach Boys. Surfing, surfing USA. USA. Well, Brian Wilson, he didn't know, like, it's one of the first songs he wrote, he didn't know that you couldn't just steal somebody else's song. <laughs> so he stole Surfing USA, and they had, had a big hit with it, and Chuck Berry went, um, yeah, I want a piece of that pie. Yeah. And they had to put his name on the credits. It's fascinating. When, when you put those two back-to-back, you, you quite literally think, oh, is this the Beach oh, Boys? It's the, uh, it's the same version? song. Yeah. Right, now, have a listen to this. So this is the one that's caused all of the fooey. Mm. Now, this is, blur- this is the blurred lines, is it, Catherine? Mm-hmm. I've never heard this. Mm-hmm. I used to go out and party. Hang on, I'm getting the vibe. So if I were to play Marvin Gaye now, would it sound the same? I think so. All right, yeah. so let's stop that. Hang on. I think so in the court family that he did. Okay, okay. So here's... It was a party atmosphere, but that could be a Mrs Mills record. Oh, it's exactly the same song, isn't it? It is. And do you know what? I, I've got a musical memory behind this as well. I bet you I are. remember listening to the Pharrell Williams version. I was in Bar Chameleon in Dunstable, and this came on, yeah. and I thought, wow, they're playing Marvin Gaye. Yeah. And then I thought, this is not Marvin Gaye. The longer it went on, I actually went and asked the DJ what they were playing, because yeah. I could not believe how similar it sounded to the, well, the Marvin Gaye version. $7.3 million it's going to cost them just fair? I think that's very fair, because if, if you listen to it, th- there is the evidence. Those okay. songs sound exactly the same. Now, Catherine, we have two more songs. Yeah, Was Not Was, Walk the Dinosaur. Which is a classic of the, the, the uh, prehistoric genre. Exactly. <laughs> Rivaled only by... Um, Can't think of any more songs about dinosaurs, please, guys. Oh, wait, four, five, nine, four, double, five, five, double, five, and I'm not counting Crocodile Rock. Anything by T-Rex. Thank you, Justin. Chewing the fat with Justin Dealey. Mm. Okay, so we got was not was, and okay. also Mark Ronson featuring Bruno Mars with Uptown Fog. This is a song, kids. Played this two weeks ago, guys. Oh mate. Absolute classic. This is a classic. Don was what a genius. Mm. Here we go. Yeah. Okay, so if I play the other one now, we'll know, we'll we'll know it. Well, here we go. I think so. Yeah. Oh, Jack Jack a lack a boom. Isn't it? It's not as obvious as the Marvin Gaye one. Oh, it's definitely on. up there. Someone did a genius mashup on YouTube. I think um, Kelly's going to try and get it for us. 
It is the it's the same song. Yeah, she said the about. mashups in if you wanted to see how which it goes which seamless. ones? Oh, is it uh, was not was? Is it this one? Oh, hang on a minute. Oh, is it that one? Is it this? Is it which one is it, Kels? Which one? Do, which one do I press? Uh, uh, uh. Oh, I put it in there. I can't find it now. Okay, well that's great. So Justin, I've got a great one for you as Go well. Fella. Okay, the Kinks. Yep. All day and all of the night. Oh, here we go, yeah. And the doors, yep. hello, I love you. Yeah, yeah. Or, or the kinks, all day and all of the night. Yeah. And the kinks, um, 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 you really got me. <laughs> yes, yeah, It's the same actually, song. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same song. Cheeky, guys. Hey, Justin, I really enjoyed chewing the fat with you. It's been a great feature. My pleasure. And, uh, yeah, I really appreciate your, your time and uh, your, your feedback. Well, a bit weird at the end, but <laughs> could you... <laughs> maybe, maybe you could get... I tell you what would be nice. I, I think this is a reg- I think we're onto something here. Yeah. Okay, I think really think we're onto something here. Maybe you could get some um, uh, uh, people on the streets to record little jingles. Yeah, if you want, yeah. Chewing the fat with Justin Daly. Not a problem at all. Different accents, yeah. different different faces, different yeah. voices. Make, make it cosmopolitan. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no problem. Justin, thanks for chewing the fat with me. It's an absolute pleasure. There we go. That's good, isn't it? It's a little feature. It was a night like this 40 million years ago I lit a cigarette Picked up a monkey spell to go The sun was spitting fire The sky was blue as ice I felt a little tired so I watch Miami This is that ice cold Michelle fight for that white gold This one for them hood girls Them good girls, straight masterpieces Styling, wildin', living it up in the city Got chucks on with Saint Laurent Gotta kiss myself, I'm so pretty I'm too hot Call the police and the fireman I'm too hot Make a dragon wanna retire Man, I'm too hot Say my name, you know who I am, I'm too hot And my band bought that money, break it down Girls hit you hallelujah Girls hit you hallelujah Girls hit you hallelujah Cause Uptown Funk gon' give it to you Cause Uptown Funk gon' give it to you Cause Uptown Funk gon' give it to you Saturday night and we in the spot Don't believe me, just watch
louder than I've ever heard. heard. It looked like two thick silver trees and somehow found two shores. Suddenly, a summer breeze and a mighty lion Thanks to Phil in Bedford, who's pointed out... Oops, up, side your head. Oops, up, side your head. Oops, up, side your head. I said, oops, up, side your head. I said, oops, up, side your head. Chewing the fat with Justin Dealey. If only, if only we had a jingle to celebrate that. Chewing the fat with Justin Dealey. Chewing. 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 That is the most disgusting thing I've ever heard in my life. But I like it. <laughs> How did you get that chewing noise? It's just chewing. Oh, what were you chewing? Really? Gosh. Wow, is it at this time of the morning? Kelly Betts, you really do. Uh, let's have that one more time. Chewing the fat with Justin D. Chewing. Chewing. Just make that in about 45 seconds. Surely that must have taken you days. Yeah, yeah well, minutes. You can tell that she sometimes works on like proper radio stations because <laughs> there was actually a little bit of production values in there. But... What's that? A smidge. Well, it was this bit, not that bit. Chewing the fat. Six music, isn't it? Chewing. So, what does six music sound like? Chewing the fat with Justin D. Chewing. 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 the most disgusting thing I've ever heard, but I like it. Thanks, though, Kels. You're welcome. Do you, if you want to make any more jingles throughout the morning, just for any, anything... Just for anything. You go for your life, All right, I will. Uh, we'll look at the papers in a bit, shall we? Oh, yeah, Okay. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M25 clockwise, there's still a lane close between Junction 21A for the M1 South and 22 for St Albans because of barrier repairs after an accident with a lorry yesterday evening. On the A1M southbound, it's looking slow around Junction 7 for Stevenage and in Amersham, looking at the speed sensors on Sycamore Road. It's looking fine, but there are the roadworks at Hill Avenue, so that could cause delays later on this morning. On the trains, Bellio Greater Anglia reporting 15-minute delays between Bishop Stortford and Liverpool Street. That's because of a power problem with level crossings between N4 Lock and Northumberland Park. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you very much. 
Right, 6.46 or thereabouts. It's Thursday the 12th of March. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. The Chief Executive of Bucks County Council has been told to stand down from a panel overseeing the improvement of children's services. The family of a Hertfordshire soldier killed in a friendly fire incident in Afghanistan say his death could have been avoided. And a train company is offering a reward to catch vandals who threw a shopping trolley onto a, onto a railway line near Welling. Let's get the weather. Here's Elizabeth. Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. Morning, morning. It's going to be a really nice day again across the three counties. We'll get away with it once more. Blue skies and sunshine. We're starting off the day on around six or seven degrees Celsius. A little bit of cloud around. That should clear to give us at least some hazy sunshine through the morning, leading to long spells of sunshine in the afternoon. And we're looking at top temperatures today of up to 12 or even 13 Celsius across the three counties, which of course is 55 in Fahrenheit. Just a light southerly to southeasterly wind. Now, overnight tonight, there are, there's a weather front coming in from the west, so things will cloud over, and we could just see some outbreaks of rain for a time. I think most likely over western areas of Buckinghamshire. Uh, the western extent of this rain is a little bit uh, up for debate at the moment, but you could well wake up to a bit of a wet morning tomorrow. Um, overnight, lows of 5 or 6 degrees Celsius. Where we do get the rain, we um, or the cloud, then it is going to clear into tomorrow afternoon, so a bit of a wet or even, a, or even just a cloudy start tomorrow but we will see a much brighter afternoon and then for the weekend well it's looking particularly horrible actually it is going to stay dry but there'll be a lot of cloud around we've got an easterly wind so very very chilly winds I'm afraid all the way from uh, all the way from Russia just for Mother's Day on Sunday and we're looking at top temperatures of only around 7 or possibly 8 degrees Celsius just compare that to the 17 that we saw last weekend that's the forecast On FM, AM, online and digital radio. This is Ian Lee. On BBC Three Counties Radio. Uh, songs that sound the same. Martin says, Bus Stop by Graham Goldman. I don't know that song. Uh, Noel Gallagher, Ballad of the Mighty. Well, all Do you mean Noel... Bus Stop by the Hollies? No, he means by... He says Bus Stop by Graham Goldman mm. and Noel Gallagher. Gallagher. Ballad of the Mighty. I don't know. The only... Uh, I, do, I, I don't like Oasis, but then I thought, actually, there is one Oasis song I like. She's Electric. It's a good song, though, isn't it? The rest are rubbish. Uh, and here's the David says, it's an obvious one, Uptown Funk and the Really Wild Show theme. I don't know. Uh, Kelly, I'm, re- I'm really making you work today. What do you want? The Really Wild Show theme, please. Hello. Coming. <laughs> <laughs> what is she on? She's far too chilled. It's a little rabbit hut. Yeah, <laughs> tiny. <laughs> <laughs> you, or get, the you, really wild show thing, can you? Or you could get, like, um, a little battery from a dolly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the really wild show thing, no. Well, we'll, we'll find it. Little, um, little rabbit heart out there will uh, sort it out for us. While she's doing that, we should probably have a look at the papers. Let's have a quick look. Yes. Furious councillor. This is in the Daily Mail. Oh, uh, yeah. Sorry, Dead Express. Oh. Page 22. Morning. Underneath a rather delicious-looking uh, lamb leg. <sighs> Oh, I fancy a shank. Oh, anyway, so furious councillors have slammed a colleague who is moving to the US but refuses to quit his seat. Yeah. What? Yeah. Former banker Brian Riley. Former? Just to add extra celebrity interest, his daughter works for Sky Sports. Oh. He will move next month from his home in Hadley, Suffolk, to Raleigh in North Carolina, Uh. but he has no plans to quit Suffolk County Council, where Uh. he's been sitting as a Tory, insisting he'll be able to keep in touch with issues by Skype. 
He's had the Conservative whip removed, so he'll be standing as an independent, but he doesn't have to give up his seat no. till as long 2017. As, as long as he appears <laughs> at um, two meetings a year, yeah. physically appears, that's all he's got to do. What a chancer. It's incredible, isn't it? Um, oh, 8459 four double five five double five. Scott has tweeted in, uh, why don't you get women to ring in with their own chewing noises? We can do that, it's an idea. Uh, but uh, who is this who tweeted this? Let me just quickly do this, and then we've got to do um, 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 Beavis Introducing. Uh, so David says, one obvious, obvious songs that sound like the Uptown Funk and the really wild show theme. Well, let's just have a, this is oh. Uptown Funk, okay? Mm-mm. We, all, we all know this huge hit. Oops, upside your head. Boom, boom, shakalaka, boom, boom. Oops, upside your head. Oops, Right, so that's that. Now, I don't know the really wild show theme, so let's let's see. <laughs> oh, please, someone match this up. Oops, upside your head. Oops, upside your head. This goes to the third, third, Sounds like was not was as well. What the dinosaur? Yeah. Get on the floor. Everybody, Everybody want the, the dinosaur. dinosaur. Open the door. Get on the floor. This is oh. a good bit of music, isn't it? It's a bit proggy for kids. Get on the floor. Everybody want the dinosaur. I think maybe. There was a monkey on the end of that, I'm sure. Um, Manil's on the line. Good morning, Manil. Morning, Ian. How's it going? It's going really well, Manil. What have you got for us today? Uh, we got chewing noises for you. You've got some what, sorry? Chewing noises. Oh, uh, for your very own noises? Yeah, sure. Manil, wait, wait, you're, you're a doctor, aren't you, Manil? <laughs> yeah, you're saying my name wrong, too. It's Manu. Manu? Yeah, oh. Kelly, Kelly's spelling. Kelly's spelling. Manu, I can only apologise. That's all right. Like the football team. What? Manu. <laughs> so, hang on, are you Manu or Manu? Manu, but people so, tend to call me Manu as well. Sometimes. Oh, yeah, well, you should slap those people around the head. I, I hate. <laughs> I, I apologise, because I hate people getting names wrong. It's a, it's a basic. It's all right. So, Manu, you're going to uh, chew for us. Yeah. Away you go. Ready? Did you get it? Go and save some lives. Sorry? Go and save some lives, Dr Manu. Speak to you later. Thank you. Bye. Sort your life out. He No. <laughs> he sounded, um, let's be honest, he sounded <laughs> disappointed. At the, I don't know what he was expecting would happen to him after he did the chewing, but um, he sounded disappointed, didn't he? I think he? he thought we were supposed to, I don't know, maybe we, we didn't praise it enough. Manu, oh, he's gone, he's gone. We've, we've let him go. That's, that's probably the best for, for everybody concerned. If you want to phone up and make a chewing noise, you're more than welcome to. That was a professional... Chewing. I was a doctor. Kelly Betts. Yes. Beavis introducing. Yes. Give it up. Hmm? You want to give it up? No, I mean. I'm actually, g- really good at I'm it. Speaking, I'm speaking. I'm um, speaking as though I were talking to a Kardashian. I'm speaking hip. Give it up. Oh, okay. Uh, Beavis- no, actually, I, th- I seriously think as a career move, you should probably give it up. Really? I think I'm really good at it. Though. No, no, no. I'm speaking like a Kardashian. Give it up. Oh, okay. Um, Keep Be- your Saturday nights free. Oh. You're young. You've got a rabbit's heart. I'm really good at it. No, no, no. I you find mis- all the best songs. You've misunderstood me. I'm all saying. Of our, all of our acts that like put up. forward for festivals last year were picked. Well, that's why you should give it up. Glastonbury, Reading and Leeds. You should give Kena it up. Park, One Bigger Weekend. Give it up, then. OK. Give it up. 
Give it up? Yeah. Well, just not do it anymore? No, 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 I'm saying give it up. Oh, OK. So BBC You've reached the peak, you can't go anymore, so now's the time to knock it on the head. Give it up. But I'm really good at it, though, mate. No, what I'm saying now is, is knock that on the head, that little rant, and give yeah. it up for the oh, boys okay. and girls. So BBC Introducing is a show every Saturday night from 8, and we showcase the best in unsigned and undiscovered and cool, hip new music from around the three counties. And each week we add a, a track to the playlist... I can see your finger going. Well, because you're going on for flipping ages, and it's a long song. We've told you you should give it up. This, is, but I'm really good at it. Please, just. This is Amber Run there from Buckinghamshire. It's Noah. Oh, you made me speak over it now. Well, you're, I'm not making you speak over it now. Oh, you are a bit. No. Oh, and all of the people I've learned to love We're singing
was all right. It was all right, that one. You like it? Well, yeah, and I just... You've, you've just tweeted that I'm a fan. Yeah, well, you said... I said this is all right. Yeah. And I've, I've tweeted the young gentleman, and I've said, I said this is all right. Now, yeah. I, hopefully he'll take that in the way it's... Them. Inte- huh? Them. There's five of them. Is Noah? Noah's the song. What? Mm. This is really turning everything on Amber runs the band from I'm, Buckinghamshire. There's five of them. I'm going right off them right now. Oh. They better sort out their name to Noah immediately, otherwise this will not be all right. I don't know if they're going to do that. I realise, I think in my head, right, I'm sounding really hip and funny and clever. Mm, no. uh, to the, uh, mm? Yeah, to them, it's just an old fart on, on a breakfast show. Not just to them. Wow. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M25 clockwise, there are delays because of lanes closed between Junction 21A for the M1 South and 22 for St Albans. It's after a lorry accident yesterday evening. On the A1M southbound, looking at the speed sensors and it's starting to look quite slow around Junction 2 for Wellham Green. And the M1 southbound's building up between Junction 10 for the Luton Airport Spur Road and 9 for Redbourne. It's also looking quite slow on the approach to the M1 on the A5 southbound from Markgate and Lynch Hill towards the M1 Junction 9 for Redbourne. And on the trains at Bellio Greater Anglia have 15 minute delays between Bishop Stortford and Liverpool Street that's because of a power problem at some level crossings. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Sammy. So, songs that sound the same, songs about dinosaurs, celebrities that sound like something you might do with your washing. Was there anything serious we were talking about? Uh, I hope not. Nah. Nah. Oh, wait, four five nine four double five five double five. Oh, and phone up and make your chewing noises. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's seven o'clock, I'm Simon Oxley. The headlines, Buck's chief executive told to step down from Children's Services panel. Family of Heart soldiers say his death could have been avoided and train company offers reward after shopping trolley thrown onto the track. BBC Three Counties Radio. The chief executive of Buckinghamshire County Council has been told to stand down from a panel overseeing the improvement of children's services. In a critical report leaked to BBC Three Counties, Chris Williams was found to be sluggish in dealing with issues highlighted last year. More from our political reporter Paul Scoynes. Last year, a damning Ofsted report found vulnerable children in Buckinghamshire were not a priority for the council. A government report triggered by that inspection has been leaked and found the council to be slow in dealing with issues. Terrible red tape was also found to be a problem when recruiting social workers. The family of a Hertfordshire soldier killed in a friendly fire incident in Afghanistan say his death could have been avoided if an inquiry into a missile system had been set up. 26-year-old Captain Tom Sawyer from Watford died in 2009. Yes, Yesterday, a coroner recorded a narrative conclusion following a two-week inquest into his death and that of a colleague. In a statement, Captain Sawyer's family said they hoped lessons would finally be learned after six similar incidents involving the Javelin weapons system. A train company is offering a reward of £1,000 after vandals threw a shopping trolley onto a railway line in Hertfordshire. A train hit the trolley near Wellingarden City last month, but it's also been revealed that a week later two more trolleys were thrown onto the track. Detective Inspector Chris Neal 
Neeson says it's a deliberate act of vandalism. It's taking effort and it's obviously quite deliberate and uh, reckless to throw a trolley from a bridge in front of a train uh, that's coming is absolutely stupid. It's certainly a criminal act that we will deal with. An RAF plane has landed in Sierra Leone to help in the possible evacuation of a British military healthcare worker who's tested positive for Ebola. The woman will be assessed by experts before a decision is made. A teenager remains in custody after being arrested over an attack on a Watford supporter after last Saturday's game at Wolves. The 18-year-old was arrested yesterday morning. Father of two, Nick Cruis, has been left critically injured. A fundraising page set up for the 44-year-old from Hemel Hempstead has now raised nearly £25,000. Production companies have been given extra help to shoot movies in Hertfordshire. All ten councils have signed a charter, making it easier for crews to film in the county. Conservative deputy leader of the county council, Chris Hayward, says it's an important step forward. Well, the one thing about Hertfordshire is we're never complacent about anything because things can change. Yes, it's quite true our film industry is doing well and we're delighted about that. But we're in a competitive environment. We have to compete with other parts of the country that also want to woo this business. So we can't stand still. We always have to be one jump ahead of the game. In sport, Chelsea are out of the Champions League after being held to a two-all draw by 10-man Paris Saint-Germain. Jose Mourinho's side drew three-all on aggregate after extra time but went out on the away goals rule. The weather, a cloudy start but bright or sunny spells will develop a maximum temperature 12 degrees celsius and you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties morning thank you simon three minutes past seven songs to do with dinosaurs songs that sound the same Turn up, make a chewing noise. Oh, oh, revenge. I, we, I've got to talk about revenge. with the one story we wanted to do in the newspapers. Uh, and we're going to send Dealey out on it. Your stories of revenge, please. There is a disgusting story in the papers today. But it's very, very funny. But it's not... It's not it, well, I'm not condoning it. It's illegal, but it's very, very funny. It involves balloons and a British legion. 08459 455 555 is the phone number. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Now, council leaders in Bucks have been criticised for their handling of improvements to children's services. A leaked government report says council leader Martin Tett and chief executive Andrew Williams were sluggish to deal with problems. The report was commissioned by the Department for Education after the county council was given an inadequate rating uh, by Ofsted last August. Well, our reporter Paul Scoynes has been looking into this. Uh, what, what can you tell us about the report, Paul? Well, it's about, oh, sorry, maybe it's there about we go. Bad, it's about as bad as it gets, Ian. I mean, they were, um, as you say, criticised badly last year and told to change things. And because of that, the government sent these inspectors in to have a look. And what they found is that the council has been very slow in dealing with the problems that it's found in its children's services. And indeed, there seems to be an attitudinal problem. It 
doesn't see it as a priority. That was the main criticism in the report last year. This is children's services. And let's not forget, this is the most vulnerable children in society. So they call them looked after children. These are children in care, potentially children who are being identified as needing to be put into care. Um, and the chief executive was, was named as sluggish in the report in, in when, you know, when he was fed information, uh, didn't deal with it quickly enough. And there was lots of red tape, which meant that uh, it took a long time to recruit social workers. Council leader Mr Tett and chief executive Executive Mr. Williams both come under criticism. He said that they were labelled sluggish. Why is there any suggestion as to why they would be sluggish? with something as important as this, why they weren't acting faster and better? I think the report really tells a tale of deep bureaucracy at the council. Um, and uh, they talk about the fact that there's been a lot of cuts to services and there is a sort of a, a, a morale problem within the organisation. Perhaps things aren't getting reported up and down the chain quickly enough. Um, but ultimately, that shouldn't be a problem because they should learn to deal with that. And the council say that they are improving the services and the report does accept that an extra six million pounds has gone into children's services this year uh, and the hope from the council is that they turn that around from being inadequate to good in the next 18 months but you know there are concerns that if these sort of things have been ignored for so long in certain instances that we don't quite know what the scale of the problem is. There mm. are still a number of children whose cases haven't been allocated. There is no database to see where those children are. So you can't monitor the progress through the system as well as you might hope to. And those problems aren't getting addressed until next month. Stay there, Paul, because you may want to chip in with our next guest. Someone uh, else who's seen the report is David Williams, a barrister specialising in international family law. He's also Labour's parliamentary candidate for Wickham. Uh, morning, David. What do you make of the report? Morning, Ian. Well, I think it's, uh, it's an extraordinary report. Um... I mean, we have to remember that uh, this isn't just a, um, an inspector's report. It's actually Red Quadrant going in to um, advise and support the uh, reform of the department because the Ofsted report was so bad. It wasn't just a marginal failure. It was regarded as being at the serious end of the spectrum, so a very serious failure. Um, it's, now, it's now more than six months, uh, David, since Ofsted assessed B uh, BCC's children's services as inadequate. Why do you think they're still below the required standard? Well, I think, I think the report really makes clear that um, there was a, a very high level of uh, complacency within the uh, Conservative-led council, that they, they simply didn't prioritise children's services for funding, having overspent last year, they then spent, what, they set a budget one million less than what they had spent the year before. And they just didn't, I just don't think they prioritised it in the way they should have done. Uh, um, what should happen to the council bosses that, that have been involved with this? Well, I mean, if you go back, 2003, Lord Lamming reported on the Victoria Climbier um, killing. And in 2009, he reported again about uh, uh, baby Peter. And so, you know, these issues of, uh, of, um, lack of funding, children's services being a Cinderella service, as he put it, are, have been around for a very long while and for um, a council to have failed so badly. No-one's died in this situation, though, have they, David? Well, they haven't, but that, that's, uh, that's a matter of, uh, of pure luck rather than anything else because these sorts of failures in social services are exactly the sort of things which uh, led to the deaths of Victoria Climbier and baby Peter. So I think it was complacency, it's a, it's a failure to prioritise children's services, a failure to allocate necessary funds, and as a result they've had to pump in six million after the event, when if they'd put in a million or two million, 
um, at the beginning of the year and prioritised it, uh, they would have saved a lot more money. So I think really Martin Tett um, really thinks, needs to think about his position and probably should resign. I mean, ultimately, the buck stops with him. Uh, I have to flag, of course, it's, it's a Tory council and you are a, a, a Labour candidate, so y- y- you, you possibly would be more inclined to suggest they step down. I think if, uh, if you look back, um, the Director of Children's Services in January of this year wrote to um, the Chief Executive and to the senior politicians and uh, pointing out the problems in children's services. They took the view that children's services were profligate in their spending rather than accepting that there was a problem. And so they've known for a very long time that this was a problem. And, uh, you know, if it, if it had only just been drawn to their attention, well, maybe we could be a bit more uh, understanding, but the complacency is so, so significant. You had something you wanted to add, Paul? David, I mean, this has come at a time, of course, where there is a, an ongoing investigation into child sexual exploitation in Aylesbury area, and, of course, that's some subject to some legal sort of issues at the moment. But mm. uh, does that concern you that the, there is potential for other instances like this? Well, absolutely. As I say, I think it's the it's the prioritisation of, uh, of children's services. It just wasn't recognised as an important service, I don't think. And if that was the position over the last five years, which almost certainly, I mean, this is this didn't just happen last year. I mean, actually, it's a question of priorities over a number of years. Um, one has to be concerned about uh, whether the response to this is uh, is merely um, a, a window dressing. Um, because they've been so heavily criticised, and what will happen once the spotlight is taken away? I mean, when, when you've got Red Quadrant saying in their report that when Ofsted uh, provided their, their inadequate report that the response of, uh, of the council was more concerned about uh, protecting the tarnished reputation of uh, the, the council rather than child protection, that's a, that's a pretty serious David, thank you very much. David uh, Williams, barrister specialising in international family law, as we have to be so cautious these days. He's also Labour's parliamentary candidate for Wickham. It's also worth noting, Ian, that uh, the report does say that uh, the council only acted uh, when it was prompted to do so. So when a report told them to do something, it wasn't a proactive approach they were taking. It was very much in response to other things. And that's something that the report, not just from Red Quadrant, which is this sort of investigator, but also Ofsted have said needs to change in the future. Paul, thank you very much indeed. 08459 455555. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is Ian Lee. BBC Three Counties Radio. on the Texas, Boyley. Yeah, yeah, What we got? Yeah. 81333, start your text 3CR, otherwise it goes to another radio station and all the other ones are rubbish. People who could... Get, celebrities who could get your laundry what? clean. Laundry okay. celebrity. We started off with Airing Neville. That was mine. You came up with, with Suggs from Madness. Suggs. Yeah. All, all the Peggies. Oh, yeah. hang on a second. Peggy's yeah. are involved. Uh, who else have we got? Maffin Hanslope suggests Joe Mangle. Oh, Maff, yes, five points, top of the class. And misses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get it done in half the time. Yep. John Dreyer from Luton. Well, sounds a bit like Dreyer. Luton Town. No. And them Detroit Spinners. 
Hey, you will have them. Yeah, Mav they're good. They're good. Thank you, Math. They're um, all from Math. Yes. And Math can't have a lie down. Are we accepting football ones? No, no, no. Because you don't count. believe in them, do you? I don't, I don't believe football actually exists, no. OK. Oh, the trolleys, by the way, that you can't get past a certain area of a sh- supermarket. Yeah, it's, it's, but strangely, it's, I've seen further up the hill. It's so some think... kind of voodoo. If you try and push trolleys these days out of a car park, you um, know, to, to, to help you get, you know, the kids home, it, it jams. It is no voodoo. What is it? snuffers. Tis magnetic strip. Hey, snuffers! How high above the magnetic strip would you have to lift the trolley to get it over? Ten feet? I don't think we should be encouraging. No, such no, acts. no! It's 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 science. We wouldn't have a cure for. Um, uh, no, we haven't got a cure for that. Hang on. We wouldn't have penicillin if it wasn't for curiosity. No. Although it did laziness. kill the cat. Laziness is what gave us penicillin. How high would you have to lift a trolley over the wall of a car park to get it out to your house? I reckon no higher than a 15-year-old's shoulders, because okay. I've seen them up the hill, so they've managed it somehow. Some of those 15-year-olds, though, are just... They're so big. Whenever I see a trolley, though, a yeah. lone trolley, yeah. I do get the urge to pop a friend in. And, and, and wheel and it wheel down them the around, hill. Yeah. So, I'm often that friend. Yeah, you would be perfect size. <laughs> yep. I won't let go... And then you, you say that as they're walking down a hill and uh, you're standing next to them. It's, Don't uh, do that. It's very dangerous. Ah, naughty. guys. It is, it is naughty, of course. Uh, Phil enjoyed mashup. The mashup he was. We'll be having mashup Mondays, no? No, no, no. But we, are, we will be having Chewing the Fat with Justin Dealey. That's, that's a, a regular feature. Mm-hmm. I've got a jingle now. I might as well use it. Yeah. Go on, then. Oh, no, right. no, no, oh. no, we've done it. I thought it. you were doing a link to no. the jingle. Anything else? Well, I think that'll do. Thank you. for beds, hearts and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M25 clockwise, there are delays between Junction 21A for the M1 South and Junction 22 for St Albans because of an accident and barrier repairs going on there. On the M1 northbound, there is a lane close between Junction 11 for Dunstable Road and 12 for Flitting because the lorry's broken down. It's causing delays, but it's also looking slow on the M1 southbound between Junction 10 for the Luton Airport Spur Road and Junction 9 for Redbourne. It's also looking slow on the approach on the A5 southbound on the speed sensors from Lynch Hill towards the M1 Junction 9 at Redbourne. And Having a look at the A1 Great North Road, that's beginning to look very slow between the Black Cat Roundabout and the St. Neots Junction through the roadworks. On the train Spellio Greater Anglia are reporting 15-minute delays between Bishop Sortford and Liverpool Street because of a power problem with some of the level crossings between Enfield Lock and Northumberland Park. And the 727 train from Milton Keynes Central to Manchester Piccadilly has been cancelled. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Sammy. 716. Thursday, the 12th of March, I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. The Chief Executive of Bucks County Council has been told to stand down from a panel overseeing the improvement of children's services. The family of a Hertfordshire soldier killed in a friendly fire incident in Afghanistan say his death could have been avoided. And a train company is offering a reward to catch vandals who threw a shopping trolley onto a railway line near Welling. BBC Three Counties Radio. If you've missed 
any of the programmes here on BBC Three Counties Radio, you've missed things like this. It starts off with going to a needle exchange and there's support workers in there. In that treatment centre, it still hadn't got to the nub of the problem. It hadn't, no. But there is a way you can hear it all again. Lee from Luton began drinking at the age of 12. I'd wake up in the morning, the first thing on my mind would be a drink. bbc.co.uk slash Three Counties Radio. My dad came to see me on that prison sentence and um, he told me he was dying of terminal cancer and he wanted to make things right before he died. He took me back into his home. He'd done his best and um, the bottom line was I, I still couldn't stop using drugs. Allowing you to listen to what you missed. What you missed. bbc.co.uk slash Three Counties Radio. Now, a shopping trolley from a footbridge almost caused a derailment near Well in North. Uh, a reward of £1,000 has been offered by the train's operator, Govia Northern, to catch those responsible. Well, Andy Botham is a train driver with 25 years' experience. Morning, Andy. Good morning, Andy. A shopping trolley chucked off a bridge onto a train track. Could it really cause a derailment? Yes, yes, anything of that size. Um, hit by a train going at speed uh, could cause serious damage. Was it, so, because uh, you always think that trains, they go so fast and they're so big and so powerful that uh, it, it would knock something like that out of the way, but it, it, it could be very serious, could it? We do have guards on the front of the trains that are designed to move things out of the way, but if something like that got tangled up underneath the wheels yeah. and locked the wheels, then there is a possible possibility that it could derail. How, uh, how common is this kind of thing, Andy, the idiots chucking stuff onto the track? Fortunately, it's not too common. Um, I mean, trespassers on the track and people playing on the track uh, is a dangerous incident. Um, I mean, many years ago, under British Rail, uh, we used to go into schools and explain the dangers of um, children playing on the track and what the consequences of doing such things could be, but that doesn't happen anymore. It's weird, isn't it? Because it, it, uh, <laughs> the consequences are, hey, you might get hit by a train or electrocuted. It, it seems pretty obvious, really. Yeah, but I think you know, a lot of time, you know, young people don't realise the risks of the the things they do. No, of they course not. It's a bit of fun, but it's not fun. Is there anything that the driver can do in a situation like this? Is it simply a case of whacking on the brakes and, and keeping your fingers crossed? I'm afraid that's what it is. I mean, in a train, obviously, you can't swerve to miss something, and normally the speeds that we're travelling at, by the time you see something like that um, and apply the brakes, you've hit it, because... Breaking in a train is not like breaking in a car because you've got steel wheels on steel rail. Obviously, the brakes aren't as severe as in a car. Um, so, yes, you know, by the time you've seen it, you've hit it. Have you ever hit anything, Andy? Yeah, I mean, many years ago, um, somebody put two concrete sleepers on the rail because they thought it'd be a bit of fun. And oh, I, oh, yeah, I, great fun. Yeah, I that at about uh, 90 miles an hour and... Luckily, stayed on the rails, but damaged the train immensely. I was there for about four hours trying to get the train moving again. Blimey. Then that, that, you know, it, to, to put two concrete sleepers on is, is going to take a, a bit of thought and is going to take quite a bit of effort as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not children playing. That's people, uh, you know, that's considerable um, grown-up people doing it for malice. Andy, can I go off on a very slight tangent? And I appreciate yeah. your thoughts on this. Were, were you into trains when you were a little boy? Was Because it, it's kind of the old-fashioned, what do you want to be when you grow up? Oh, a train driver. Were you one of them? No, no, I'd never thought of being a train driver until, until I actually got the job. Uh, no. How did you end up doing it? I, I, I was in the building trade when I first... Uh, and building trade died down. I saw the job advertised in the paper, and I thought I'd go and 
try it whilst over winter, whilst the building trade picked up. Yeah. And I loved it and stayed there ever since. And is, is it exciting? or is it, I always imagined it might be a little bit dull, because you're, you, you're just going in a straight line. I know, but my office moves about 125 miles an hour, uh, rushing through the countryside. I watch the scenery change every day, the weather change, and, you know, I, I love my job. Fair play, Andy. Listen, I'm glad we've got people like you doing it. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you, Ian. Thank you, mate. Andy Botham, a train driver. 25 years experience. Didn't he describe that in a poetic way? I wasn't expecting that. His office moves at 120 miles an hour and he gets to see the, the scenery change every single day. I wasn't expecting that kind of romantic uh, bent. You know what it is? He's got time to think. Here's the thing, right? Who do we send into... And I, this, I've heard this mentioned many times before. Kurt Vonnegut, my favourite author, was always banging on about this. Not always. Who do we send into space? We send pilots and scientists. Why don't we send poets? Let's send poets and artists into space. Because they could come... But what they, what they could come back and tell us would be much better that, you know, than the scientists... I came back and I got some moon rock and we found out that, that um, if you do a wee-wee in space, it floats around. All right, brilliant. Yeah, but that's the stuff you want to know. Well, no, but I want to know... I want to know... I know, I want to know what it's like. I don't want to go to space. I have no intention of ever going to space at all. Even when uh, uh, you can buy... What is it we're going to get next year? Space cars. No, driverless cars. Different thing. But I'm never going to go to space. But I want an art... Like, real artist. Someone who's amazing at literally painting pictures or um, t- describing things with words. I want to know that. Don't you think it would drive them mad? So? To be up there on their own all that time. How long are they going to go up there for? Ages. Well, they go up there for ages. They go up there for months Well, first of all, end. they're not going up there on their own. Secondly, they've got up there for, like, a weekend or something. Oh, that's how it works, is it? You can go up to space for a weekend in a spaceship. Of course you can. Are you nuts? You don't have to go up there for months. Yeah, you've got to go up there for ages. You're thinking about the space station. Yeah. I saw it in a documentary once. No, mate. You can just go up there and float around. Flap about. female cosmonauts. There were some male Americans. Yeah, and they were making space babies. Jeez, when will we ever, ever learn? Call 08459 455 555. BBC Three Counties Radio. So, there's a story in the paper today, and I'd like... Well, your stories of revenge. This is a particularly horrible story. Go carefully. I'm going to tread carefully, although I suspect... We've got young ears listening. But I suspect the young ears are going to love this more than the mums and dads. I think so too. My five and three-year-olds would find this hilarious. And it's not hilarious. This fella, um, it went to court, all right? So this is serious. And this fella got found guilty and was fined. He made a considerable mess. A vengeful drinker... Your stories of revenge, please. A vengeful drinker caused £2,000 worth of damage to an ex-serviceman's bar by pelting it with balloons filled with poo. Charles McGeary, 49, carried out the foul attack after the Royal British Legion Club barred him. I wonder why they barred him, if that's how his mind works. Bob Wilson, secretary of the venue in South Tyneside, said, it was disgusting. I don't even want to think about how he got the excrement into the balloons. Four words. Ship in a bottle. But the ship in the bottle is a con. You pull it with a bit of string. So you build it... And also you build it in there. Yeah. So that's a con. You build it flat and put it in. He didn't build a a poo in a balloon. (laughs) 
I don't know how he did it. I mean, I don't want to think... How do they how... do that? <laughs> I don't want to think... McGeary of South Shields... Oh, oh that's, that's the hum of, of deals warming up. Uh, get the defibrillator on him. McGeary of South Shields admitted criminal damage and harassment. He was given probation, tagged, and ordered to pay the club £1,000. Now, it's disgusting. A man put poo in balloons and then fired them. Now, in my head, these balloons have also got helium in, and they kind of... Oh, they float. They bobbed along. <gasps> I don't know if they were floaters. No. Were they floaters? If they did that, how would you get them to break? Catapult. Get your catapult. Well, this is getting more and more elaborate. Well, this is... Uh, 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 maybe he just threw balloons filled with poo. In my head... When I first read this, though, I imagined they were floaters and it, they had helium in and they kind of... And when they got... <laughs> the bouncing the, bomb. And then they, they, were, they were... As they... Bob... There's a knock at the door. He knocks with a long stick. Bob Wilson comes out. Hello? Hello? He fires the balloon and it hits Bob Wilson full on the head. It's a disgusting story, Justin. It is disgusting, but uh, I, I fully agree with, with disgusting and uh, revenge stories, as you know. Are you prepared? And if you're not prepared to, I won't. Mm -hmm. Yep. Are you prepared to um, tell your story of revenge? This, this story yeah. made me think yep. of you, mate. OK, no problem at all. You're going to tell mean, it? Yeah, I, I, I will tell it, but are the listeners ready for this? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Yeah, is, is the court ready for this? Is the oh. Ofcom, the Daily Mail, ready for this? We're not okay. encouraging this. Yep. Turned out okay in the end. Dealey was a different man when he did this. Go on, Justin. Um, I've got two stories, but uh, I think uh, the one which caused the most chaos was on a lad's holiday, and uh, one of my friends. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. I need to get some. Uh, I've got got to tidy up my my uh, boxes here because I need to mm. get you. Some, uh, By the way, I'm live in Toddington, yep. and uh, I'm reporting on a new 24-7 laundrette here, wow. which is open air. Shut up. No, seriously. Shut up. No, it's open air. It's an open air laundrette. Uh, the question is, do I take my clothes off in public this morning? If I do, what is the worst that could happen? Um, well, is it cold? Uh, it's not very cold, no. Well, then you, I'm just then thinking about uh, management issues, you let's, know? Let's, let's hear your story of revenge, Justin. Okay. So I was on a, a lad's holiday, and uh, one of my friends, Adam, was, was being a pain in the backside, and he was annoying me so much. And I just thought, you know what, I'm not going to take this anymore, because I've asked him to calm down. He's simply not listening to me. So I said, OK, boys, I'm now going to go back to the room. I'm feeling slightly tired. I went back to the room, and I went into the kitchen. I got a plastic carrier bag and I took that to the toilet with me. I then carried that bag into the main lounge area. My friend Adam had a specific seat in that lounge that he used to enjoy relaxing on after he'd been by the pool. So he comes back into the room and this plastic bag is hanging from a door handle right behind that chair. He sits down and straight away he says, it really smells in here, it's disgusting. Absolutely disgusting, what's going on? I said, I've got no idea. I said, can you pass my cigarettes out of that plastic bag for me, please? Puts his hand into the bag. You know what happens next. Absolute mayhem. That wasn't even the story I was thinking about. <laughs> Justin, <laughs> that wasn't the story I was thinking about. No, was there, was there more? 
I've got quite a few revenge such, stories. You're such a horrible man. <laughs> was that, I was, I've not heard that one before. No, there was footwear involved in the one we were thinking uh, of. Oh, that one. Oh, the... we'll, we'll do the yeah, footwear yeah. one later on. Justin, can you, uh, as well as um, uh, open air washing, can you yeah. take that to the streets, please? What do you want me to take to the streets? I'm now confused. A, a poo in a bag. No. Just <laughs> um, see if you can find any stories of revenge. Yeah, of course I can. Thank no. you very much, boss. Cheers. That was not the story I was expecting to hear. Turns out he's a serial offender. <laughs> he's got a problem. Oh, wait, four, five. We'll, we'll hear Dealey's other story, which um, I, I suggest is worse. We'll hear that a bit later on, maybe in an hour's time. Uh, 08459 455 555. Let's get the Trav. Travel <laughs> news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M1 northbound, there's a lane closed between Junction 11 for Dunstable Road and 12 for Flitwick. That's because a lorry's broken down. And on the M25, clockwise, there are delays between Junction 21A for the M1 south and 22 for St Albans because of a lane being closed. In Hemel Hempstead on the A41 southbound, it's looking slow from the Hemel Hempstead turn-off at Two Waters Road, southbound towards the M25, Junction 20 at Kings Langley. And in, on Park Street on the A414, that's looking busy around the Park Street roundabouts and the North, North Orbital Road. On the trains earlier Greater Anglia have half an hour delays between Bishop Stortford and Liverpool Street because of a problem with some level crossings. And looking at the train departure boards, the 7.55 service from Bedford to London St Pancras has been cancelled. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's 7.30, I'm Simon Oxley. The Chief Executive of Buckinghamshire County Council has been told to stand down from a panel overseeing the improvement of children's services. In a critical government report leaked to BBC Three Counties, Chris Williams was found to be sluggish in dealing with issues highlighted last year. The family of a Hertfordshire soldier killed in a friendly fire incident in Afghanistan say his death could have been avoided if, if an inquiry into a missile system had been set up. 26-year-old Captain Tom Sawyer from Watford died in 2009. Nine. Yesterday, a coroner recorded a narrative conclusion following a two-week inquest. And a train company is offering a reward of £1,000 after vandals threw a shopping trolley onto a railway line in Hertfordshire. A train hit the trolley near Welling Garden City last month, but it's also been revealed that a week later, two more trolleys were thrown onto the track. Three Counties Sports. BBC Three Counties Radio. Chelsea are out of the Champions League after being held to a two-all draw by 10-man Paris Saint-Germain. More from Alan Green. Paris Saint-Germain were better throughout. Not great, but better. They had the better chances, but when Cahill shot Chelsea in front 10 minutes from the end of normal time, they looked out. Then, five minutes later, David Luiz headed the equaliser. Into extra time, Hazard's penalty, and they could have had one much earlier, put Chelsea 2-1 up. But Silva headed the French level again and gave them the critical away goal advantage that's taken them through. And here's the Chelsea manager, Jose Mourinho. I think they deserve to win. When a team cannot defend two corners, concede two goals in a corner, a team doesn't deserve to win. Uh, when a team cannot cope with the pressure of being with one player more and play at home, the stadium doesn't accept the team to control the game. We want the team to, to win it. I think we couldn't cope with that pressure. 
Tonight, Everton, the only British side left in the Europa League, face Dynamo Kiev at Goodison Park in their last 16 first leg tie. And after winning the Queen Mother Champion Chase and the Coral Cup on day two of the Cheltenham Festival, trainer Paul Nichols is looking for more success in today's feature, the World Hurdle. His winning jockey yesterday was Sam Twiston Davis. Yeah, it was very, very important. It was something that obviously we needed to do as a team was, was get Cheltenham rolling and have a good time. We've been very, very lucky and we've had a lot of good weekends, but a lot of people kind of judge you on your Cheltenham. So to get one on the on the board for, for Paul is absolutely brilliant. And then for Dodger to win is stuff dreams are made of. And what's the best bit about the week is we've still got two days left to, to do what we can. BBC Three Counties News and Sports. The next full bulletin is at eight. Cross beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Let's remind the listener who may have, uh, well, if, if they've just tuned in, it won't be a, a, a reminding, it will be a telling. Let's tell and indeed remind the listener, Catherine, what it is we're banging on about this morning. We are talking about celebrities that sound like laundrette items yep. or laundry items. There's a reason for that. Because Justin's going to an outdoor laundrette, which someone's just sent me something on Twitter. Here it goes. Uh, Robbie Thompson says, an open-air laundrette, is it just a long rope and some pegs? No. What, what is this This nonsense? They put all the machines outside. Why? Coin-operated, so you can go and do wash your smalls whenever you want. Well, but why don't they just have a 24-hour laundrette? I don't know. But That's it's outside. Justin, because it's weird. Does it not rust? Don't know. Not been there very long. Is it safe? Don't know. How does it work? Don't know. Is there a, a, a supervisor? Don't know. Member of staff? I don't know. Is there soap? Don't know. How many machines are there? Don't know. Do you know anything about it? No, that's why I've sent Justin. Oh, OK, sorry. OK, so we're talking about that. Uh, we're also talking about revenge. Yeah. Um, I mean, if it doesn't need to be a dirty protest. I'd quite <laughs> like us to steer away from that, if possible. Yeah, your, your revenge. Uh, uh, someone has, uh, has uh, tweeted, getting really into the zeitgeist. Simon says, revenge, the bloke who worked for me didn't get me a steak, so I walloped him. Oh! Hey, Simon! Here's one, here's one. This yep. is from Sarah, from an undisclosed location. You don't need to know where she is. I know where she is, but you don't need to know where she is. Joe, uh, Joe who's... Oh, sorry. Here's the revenge. Oh, I wasn't actually listening. I know you weren't. I found out my boyfriend was cheating on me. I lost weight, changed the colour of his hair and coming up with cockamamie excuses. All the classic signs. Yeah. So I started to clean the loo with his toothbrush. Oh, no. Oh, no. The consequence of that was he got a mouthful of ulcers and bald patches appeared on his head. Sweet revenge, says Sarah. You could, you could almost killed him. Gosh. Oh, dear. Here's another one from Linda. It's Go the on. women you got to watch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some years ago, my husband thought it would be hilarious to pick his nose and stick his fi- stir his finger around my dinner. Oh, oh Linda, why did you marry that did man? You ma- did you marry a 13-year-old boy? I laughed it off through gritted teeth and didn't eat the dinner, but already I was plotting my revenge. That night, when I went to bed, I took a detour into the bathroom. Off. No, picked up his toothbrush, and again, it's the same mo. Yeah. Gave the toilet a good thorough clean with oh, his toothbrush and put it back. He didn't me. find out what I'd done about two years when I eventually came clean. Sixteen years after I'd done it. You lot disgust me, Dennis. You disgust me as well. Thank you very much. You're welcome. What have you got for us, my darling? The best way to revenge is that chap who couldn't keep his mouth shut with the, your friend was to feed him some sana tea. I've got literally no idea what... Sure his mouth was shut and his bottom was wide open. Well, oh, who, who is he talking oh, about? He's talking about Justin's friend. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's what I used to do when I was an apprentice. On a Saturday, I'd brood up all week for these people and they... Was this for oh, Charlie Chaplin Jr.? No, they used to get about... Douglas Fairbanks Jr.? 
threepence or sixpence off these fellas for brewing up for them. Threepenny bit. Like you give threepence for that, and then you get they they'd right. have threepenny bits. Because it wasn't very far from Manchester United ground, and this they is... were all going to after after Saturday. W- weren't the old days funny? Well, and I fed them some senna tea from a bottle, and they told me on Monday morning how they spent the whole of the toilet. You can't go around poisoning people. You're done poison- for that. No, and it was a good clear out. Oh, it's literally illegal. No, no. Yes, no. yes, yes. Oh, yes. It makes sure that they that it's a good laxative. Po- yeah, and poisoning people is illegal. Well, that wouldn't go. That was poisoning. They were poisoning us, actually. I'll tell you. He's I not sorry, got is my he? Thrips and tuppence at the end of the week. After S- that. Stop saying old money. Thank you, Dennis. Bye bye. Ta-ra. Stop saying. Stop saying old money. I don't know what it means. Do you? No, 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 no. Um, this woman is. Uh, I, 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 I was going to say hate. Hate is such a strong word, but I really, I, okay, despise women like this. Go. Caring Amanda Hunter. Oh, why do you hate caring people? You'll find out. Fifty-nine. Why do you hate her? Because she's 59. Well, rescued... Yeah. 550 rare, small, blue caterpillars... Oh. ..by hand before their home was built on in Torbay in Devon. Makes me... What for? Exactly, what for? What would you do that for? What do you mean their home? It wasn't like they were living in a semi and it got knocked down by the council so they could build a block of flats. Also, why it was by, like a bush. Why by hand? Get a dustpan and brush. Yeah, sweep them up. And also, that is disgusting. Imagine if they got into your mouth or up inside oh, you. I know what you hate. This isn't about her. Oh? This isn't about Amanda Hunter being 59 and no. being p- compassionate towards caterpillars. Oh. This is because you don't like caterpillars. And or butterflies. I'm not a fan of uh, the creepy crawly or the uh, the, the flutterbys, uh, but I also don't like these people that get involved. There's so many of these people recently. Do-gooders. Yeah, do-gooders. Oh, do-good. There was um, that six-year-old lad the other day that sang the national anthem. Oh, flipping it. What about the kid who turned down the reward for the mobile? Oh, the so kid that... Forward. The kid, he found a mobile, uh, and then it got back to the person who owned it, and the person said, oh, t- well, uh, 20 quid. He said, no, no, don't worry, mate. Just oh, do something little... nice for someone else. Oh, you little creep. Right. You little... Your reward will not be in heaven. Do you know what? Yes. You need to embrace these people. No, Don't hate I'm them. I'm not going to embrace a child. Particularly not a do-good in one like that. I'll embrace the naughty ones. High five, guys. <laughs> That's what I'll do. But no, 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 it, it, Stuff like this. It is another thing that annoys me. All right, Dennis and Menace. I'm in a real grumpy mood today. Yeah. You're Walter the Softy. No, I don't like maths. She's Nasher. Yeah. Mini the Minx. Go on. Uh, the Scotch, I hate. Oh no! Please stop. Well, listen to this. These are. This, it's, it's. Don't engage the Scotch again. It's four lines. If you're uh, uh, Scotch, listen to this. You disgust me. Babies' names for Scottish oh, people. Yeah. Okay, you seen this? Yeah. Spartacus, mm-hmm. Twinkle, yeah. and Hiya. 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 H-I-Y-A. Spartacus, Twinkle, and Hiya were among names given to babies born in Scotland last year. The Independent said that there were quite a lot of indies as well after the referendum, rather than the newspaper, they think. It makes me want to puke. Why? Someone else's baby. I'm Spartacus. What? Do it. I was going to say they've got to live with those names. Not I'm Spartacus. Do it. Um, I, no, I'm Spartacus. No, I am. Okay. 
Or you be Spartacus today and I'll do it tomorrow. Spart- Imagine calling your name, your baby Twinkle. Twinkle is um, a wee. No, that's a tinkle. Yeah, some people call it a twinkle. It's an excellent children's magazine. Girls do a twinkle. I used to love my weekly twinkle. Diana's on the line. Morning, Diana. Oh, morning. What have you got for us, Diana? Um, it's just a, I noticed you're doing a story at the moment about a trolley on the rail line in Hertfordshire. Yes. When um, I was about eight years old, there was a programme on the television called Nationwide. Oh, yeah, I remember Nationwide. Yes, I'm, I'm old. <laughs> they showed a public service video which was filmed in Hertfordshire on, I believe, the disused Nicky railway line. Oh, yeah. And it was quite horrific, and I remember having nightmares as a child. And um, uh, I, do, I always wondered who had, had actually taken part in that show, and it must have been a local school. Um, you can now watch it on YouTube. Oh. There was a public uh, service information video. Um, British Broadcast Federation, I think it was. Who, who's in it? Is it someone like Eddie Redmayne or, you know, Benedict Cumberbatch or someone that's now really famous? No, it's oh. just a load of school children no. in Hertfordshire. Yeah. But it's, it, and it's an alternative sports day. It's quite unusual and uh, must have taken place around the railway line. Oh. Um, and I was just wondering, maybe if anyone was out there listening and was actually in that video. Right. Okay. Let's let's try and let's. We're like Justin Lee Collins, not the not the shouting at women bit, the <laughs> um the, the the bringing people back together bit. So yes. did, did, when when did this go out, Diana? Do you know? Nineteen seventy-seven. Yeah. Oh, crikey. Okay. Uh, those um, public information films were terrifying. I remember one about some kids playing in a barn, and a rusty old mattress or some machinery or something, a bed, a yes. bedstead, falls on them and crushes them. I remember that. Oh. They were and the, the kids with the kites, and it gets caught in the electric pylon. Yes, exactly. It's just like that, and it's filmed on a railway line, and right. I think it's the old Nicky line in Hemel Diana, it's out there. If anybody uh, knows, maybe it was maybe it was your mum and dad, maybe it was you, you were in that video, let's get you back together, let's get you out on a train track and take a picture. Thank you, Diana. These days, when kids watch cartoons, there's always a thing that flashes up saying, mild peril. We were terrified from the moment we could watch the television. Guys, listen, unless unless you... I'm sure Ruth in St Albans would agree with me. Unless you're hitting a cat in the face with a frying pan, uh, it's always its face is always going to turn out to be frying pan-shaped, isn't it? Or dropping an anvil on its head so that its head goes flat and then it pops up and it puts its thumb in its mouth, <laughs> goes... And makes its head pop back into shape. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, don't you, Ruth? Yeah. Yeah, of course you do. What have you got for us, Ruth? Um, I just wanted to say hi and um, thank you for coming to our school yesterday. Oh, were you in the audience yesterday? Yeah. For those who don't know, Catherine and I went and spoke. It's St Albans Girls School, wasn't it? I've got, yeah. the, I've got the title right. We went and spoke to... Well, we thought it was going to be about 30 uh, young women. We thought it would be a class. It was the entire year 10. <laughs> it was 200. <laughs> and then the, the teacher says, well, we've got 200 coming in. And we, Catherine and I, were, were, were pretending to be really cool and inside we're going... Bye. <laughs> Um, and we, we spoke about um, working in radio. By the way, if anyone wants us to come and do it, send me an email. Uh, now, Ruth, could you tell it was only the second time we'd ever done that? Um, no. Was, was it in any way interesting or was it all a bit of a dos? Oh, I found it really interesting. Did yeah. you? Yeah. Did you ask any of the questions? Uh, no. Okay. Which okay. side were you sitting on? I'm trying to work out which one you are. Um, I was sitting on your right. Okay, I, I remember. On my Ruth. right. Yeah, I remember. Uh, Ruth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Middle or back? Because at the back they were quite uh, loud, weren't they? They were asking yeah. questions. Yeah, big gobby, um, big gobby at the back. Sort of middle, middle-ish. middle-ish. Yeah. Near the English teacher uh, with the lovely lipstick. Um. Yeah. yeah. No, actually, a bit behind her. Bit behind. Right. Got. Yeah. yeah. I know which one you are. 
Uh, well, uh, Ruth, uh, first of all, you're very kind, A, for listening to us talk for an hour and uh, to, to phone up and, and thank you. And I'm assuming, what, are you going to send us money as well? I mean, that's that was never discussed, but that I mean, that's certainly open, that, you know, if you want to put a tenner in an envelope. <laughs> was it any use to you, Ruth? What, what, uh, I'm going to say the most patronising question in the world, but I'm going to say it because I'm a dad and I can patronise. What do you want to be when you grow up? Um, I'm not sure. Um, I sort of like the idea of, like, acting or something oh, like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. But I also like the idea of um, being a research zoologist and, looking at, and like, studying animals and oh, stuff. go and do that. <laughs> go and do that. That's, that's, that sounds important and stuff. <laughs> Is that your dad telling you what you're going to do? Uh, <laughs> no, that's my dad being loud as usual. Uh, <laughs> be quiet, Dad! Telling someone else is we're, we're listening to Ruth's dreams and hopes and futures and aspirations. Hey, a zoologist sounds fun. Yeah. I'd, I'd... But acting sounds fun too. Yeah. Now, remember when you said you wanted to be an actor and people laughed you off? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, oh, the, oh, the, yeah, the people did. People said, oh, you'll never get a job in, in, in this industry. Well, you know, I'm feeding my kids. Do so you remember that thing I said to you yesterday about believe you'll be the exception? Work yeah. hard and believe you'll be the exception. It applies to all sorts of things and acting's the same. If you really want to do it, go for it. OK, thank you. Ruth, really nice to, to, to a, have spoken to you and uh, your peers yesterday, and thank you very much for calling up. OK, thank you. Cheers, Ruth. Ta-ta. There we go. What a nice young lady. And they were all... I was, I was genuinely... We, we did gulp when we were told, oh, it's going to be 200 young women. Yay. 14, I, 15 years old. I was kind of terrified of big gangs of 15-year-old girls <laughs> when I was a 15-year-old girl. I, so. was trying to speak, I was trying to speak hip to them, right? And there was the point... You'll know this. The point when I realised... I'm a 41-year-old dad of boys, and I've never been able to speak to 15-year-old girls, even when I was a 15-year-old boy. And I was trying to sound hip, and I started talking about the Backstreet Boys. It turns out, <laughs> it turns out they're not a thing anymore. Yeah. Next Jeez. time. Next time, try NSYNC. Thank you very much indeed. Oh eight. Thank you, Ruth. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M1 northbound, there are delays between Junction 11 for Dunstable Road and 12 for Flitwick because the lorry's broken down. And the M25 clockwise is very slow from Junction 21A for the M1 south and 22 for St Albans because of the barrier repairs after a lorry accident yesterday. In Aylesbury on Elmhurst Road, that's looking slow from Brereton Road towards the A41 Bicester Road. And on the A1 Great North Road, that's very slow through the roadworks around the Black Cat Roundabout. It's slowest from the St. Neots Junction southbound towards the Black Cat Roundabout. And on the trains at Bellio Greater Anglia have half-hour delays between Bishop Stortford and Liverpool Street. It's because of a problem with some of the level crossings and it's also affecting the Stansted Express. And the 7.55 train from Bedford to London has been cancelled. Samantha Breath, BBC Three Counts. Oh! Oh no! What? Oh no! Flipping heck! You know, we were just speaking to um, that, that lovely lady who was telling us about that video of uh, from 1977. Yes. About kids messing up public information film, don't play on tracks. Yes. April sent it to me. Is it horrible? Flipping egg! I think I've got it too. <laughs> no wonder she had nightmares. It's disgusting. You want to... First of all, it's amazing because it looks proper 70s, right? Then you want to get to um, 3 minutes 50... Where they put the unconscious kid on a train track. What? Enjoy! Oh no! Oh no! Oh, we'll, re- we'll tweet that. We'll tw- that is, that is horrible. No wonder she had. That was for kids to watch. No wonder she had nightmares. Flipping heck. Oh dear, and uh, scene. 7.47, it's Thursday the 12th of March. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. 
The chief executive of Bucks County Council has been told to stand down from a panel overseeing the improvement of children's services. The family of a Hertfordshire soldier killed in a friendly fire incident in Afghanistan says his death could have been avoided. And a train company is offering a reward to catch vandals who threw a shopping trolley onto a line near Wellham. Let's get the weather. Here's Elizabeth. Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. Hello, a very good morning to you. It's going to be a nice day again across the three counties. Lots of blue skies and sunshine developing, lasting for the rest of the day. A fairly light to moderate southerly to southeasterly breeze and top temperatures in the sunshine all the way up to 12 or 13 Celsius, 55 in Fahrenheit. Overnight tonight, we'll start to get some cloud in from the west. We'll see lows of around 5 or 6 degrees. We may well get a few outbreaks of rain into tomorrow morning too. If we do get some rain, it will clear away, the cloud will clear away too and leave us with some bright sunshine for the rest of the day. A bit of an easterly breeze that so will be quite chilly I think through Friday afternoon despite the sunshine and then a cold and cloudy weekend in store with a very cold easterly wind. That's the forecast. Ian Lee, I'm tweeting it now. And do you know what? Actually, it would be great to get somebody. I, I, we were wondering why. Was it Diana who suggested that? We were wondering why she was mentioning it and why we'd want to get these people back together. But actually, I'm going to tweet the, the therapy f- by the looks of it. I'm going to tweet it now. Every weekday morning. Coming up at nine on the big phone in this morning. Is it a good idea to make jobless teenagers work for their benefits? How would you like this country to stand up to President Putin? Are you surprised to see British people being blatantly racist? The JVS Show. I think we've got to get over this issue about racism doesn't exist. It, it has existed. It will probably carry on existing. What I wanted to say is they've got this completely the wrong way around. You know, that, that, that is also true. That is also true. You will always get some, but they are such a minority. Oh, the man's a buffoon. Get him up, get him out of bed, give him a sense of purpose. The JVS Show. Do you think we have got to, as a country, start taking this issue more seriously? Every weekday morning on BBC Three Counties Radio. <laughs> Seriously. Do you know what? Oh, it's so disgusting. We are the product of a warped generation. It's a really serious issue and it links in with the story we've been talking about. So it is very serious. But uh, this I've just tweeted it. This video, public information film from 1977, it's aimed at kids yeah. to say kids don't play on train tracks. And it is absolutely terrifying. Whoever dreamed that scenario what wants a letter writing home to his mum. April, I sort of want to say thank you for sending that in, but also I don't want to say thank you for sending that in because it's horrible. Uh, I've just uh, tweeted it. it. I mean, it is, it is incredible. And those films... Uh, they were horrible. I said the, the one in the where it was in a farm and um, the, some piece of machinery fell on these kids and it terrified me. Absolutely. That kid's got no foot. That kid has got no foot, and they're all just watching as the spooky 1970s nurses are taking but, him away. But they, but they cover him up straight away. They don't even... Oh, it's horrible. It's horrible. Oy, 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 oy. All right, Dealey. Hey, good morning to you, boss. Now, Justin, this is, we're not going to chew the fat now. We've got a report. Yes. But when we do chew the fat tomorrow... Mm. This is what it's going to say. Oh, hang on a second. I've, got, I'm t- I've given myself um, the treat of a new uh, box on my cart wall, and I'm just in the process of moving everything up. When we do chew the fat tomorrow, yeah. this is what it's going to sound like. Chewing the fat with Justin D. Chewing. 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 That's very, very good. Very, very good. Yeah. 
Excellent. Ten out of ten. Okay, so so that is that we're going to make that a regular feature. So tomorrow, what what exactly are we chewing the fat about tomorrow? Well, mate, I, I don't know. I don't I don't plan the conversations I'm yeah. going to have tomorrow. Just anything that comes up, yeah. We'll see what we'll, happens. We'll keep it real. We'll we'll see what happens. Yeah. I, uh, um, I, but I'd love I'd love you to get some. And the reason I'm stalling is we're editing your package, mm. that, just so you know what's going on <laughs> behind the scenes. Uh, yeah. I, I'd love you to get some voices chewing the fat with It'd Justin. It'd be an absolute Dean. pleasure. I'd love you to get um. Your mate, the Aussie singer, Andre, Peter Andre. Peter Andre. Well, the thing is, you know, Pete, uh, he, he voiced up some jingles for yeah. us uh, a few months ago. Yeah. He has been slightly busy recently. Doing what? Well, well he's just been, you know, doing a lot of uh, public appearances. Uh, he's been busy working for Iceland. Plus, he's a up. brilliant dad. Yeah, exactly. He's a fantastic yeah, father. Fantastic. He's a great guy. He loves his kids. If he's available, I'm sure that he will have no problem at all voicing up some new jingles for us. Uh, okay. So, you, basically, what you're saying is there's not been an email from Marketeers saying Peter Andre is available on an ISDN line. Listen, yeah. and Pete, we, we, we go back a long way. We yeah. go back a long, long way. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I, I want to get your um, uh, second... Should we, have we got time to get his, his other revenge story? I mean... Shall we? We need to issue some sort of disclaimer. We, 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 we're we talking Don't revenge. this action. And it's a story about a gentleman who fired balloons filled with poo uh, at a bar that had uh, booted him out. The club's... Sorry, what is that? The club secretary said it was disgusting. I don't even want to think about how he got the excrement into the balloons. I think I've worked it out. <laughs> I don't, well, go on. Some sort of plunger. Okay, right. Thank you very much indeed. So, uh, we've spoken about that. We, you then told us a story, which is is not the story yeah. I was expecting mm. to hear. Well, but I just you've, think you've got another revenge story. For I have. Us. Have you got the music ready for this one? Here we go, sir. Okay, right. Revenge story number two. Very good friend of mine, Bradley Hudson. Bradley, I know you're listening. You know who you are as a person. When we went to school, you played various tricks on me, and like an elephant. I never forgot what you did to me. It was always stored in my tiny brain. So one day, revenge came as if by accident. One of my other good friends, Ben Forbes, AKA Forbo, came round to my house in his van. This van was shared with Bradley Hudson. In the back of that van was Bradley Hudson's work boots. I said to Forbo, whose boots are they? He said, oh, they're Bradley's. I'll take those for a second. What are you doing? Don't worry, don't panic, everything's under control. Went into my mum's back garden. We had uh, a giant poodle at the time, and he was, uh, he was a messy boy. So let's just say I went into the garden and I picked up things which Simba had left behind and I put those in the boots, but not just in the boots, right to the front of the boots. So on Monday morning, when he went back to work and he put his work boots on, you guessed what he trod on. Unlucky Dwayne. Who is it, Dwayne or Bradley? Dwayne. Well, who's Bradley then? Same guy. What, what, why has he got two names? Nickname. <laughs> And what was what was the end result, Justin? Uh, the end result was um, again mayhem. I received a phone call, and uh, let's just say I can't broad can't broadcast anything that happened in that phone call. He was a furious man. Yeah. But as I explained to him, it was revenge. Let's leave it. And there. do you still speak to Bradley? Every now and again, yeah. yeah. And the conversation about the boots still comes up, yeah. Wowzers! Terrifying stuff. Mm.
Very dark side to you, Justin. Well, don't miss. Uh, listen, you're at this uh, uh, this laundrette, is that right? Yeah, it's a really weird story, well, this why one. Why is this? Because there's a laundrette yeah. that is outside. Yeah. I don't get this. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Uh, I'm live in Toddington right now. Uh, this open-air laundrette, which is right next door to the petrol station in the village, um, that's exactly what it is, an open-air laundrette. I've never seen anything like it before in my life. Been open for about two months now. I've not seen anybody use it this morning. A lot of the locals here saying it looks stupid and nobody uses it. I think you, you've got to come to Toddington to actually see this thing. Yeah. Uh, we have got a, a video on our Facebook page of somebody trying to look ripped, uh, walking down the high street, taking his clothes off and, and cleaning them. Um, I have been talking to locals this morning. Yep. Now, some unfortunate locals have had this laundrette put right outside their front door, believe oh. it or not. So I've been talking to them. Here's what they've had to say. Good morning, madam. We are by the 24 Seven laundrette. What's your name? Donna. Donna, I'm hearing reports that nobody ever uses this service. Do you know anybody who has used this 24-7 laundrette? <laughs> yes, I do. I've, my other half's used it. And um, there's somebody who's been using it now. There's actually a quilt in there now. Is it not the most bizarre thing that you've ever seen? On the side of the road in a village, we get this. It is a little bit random. <laughs> Just lastly, have you seen people naked down this street? Bit like in the Levi's advert, you know? <laughs> I haven't, but I have heard apparently on Facebook someone has done it. Yeah, I've done a video. Um, if I was to get naked this morning, do you, do you think the locals would, would, would be angry about that? They'd probably love it. Yeah? OK, great feedback. Thanks very much. James, how are you? Not bad, thank you. Good stuff. Got a nice baseball cap on, nice trainers. <laughs> You're the local street guy around here. The new laundrette, what do you make of it? Be honest, man to man. Uh... Good idea, helps people out and got a washing machine or whatever, but yeah. no one expected it to be there. No one expected it. No one. Do you drive past thinking this is just weird? Uh don't really take much notice of it really, just where it's where it's based. But that's what I think. I mean just lastly, there's unconfirmed reports there was a a young guy last week who was quite literally naked down there, putting all his clothes into the uh, Instead of washing machine, was that you? No. <laughs> Sorry, tear up. You <laughs> sure? Yeah, up on myself. Okay, mate, that's absolutely fine. Thanks for uh, clearing it up. Have a good day, sir. Thank you. Now, Natalie, you live opposite this 24/7 laundrette. Is it causing you any problems at all? Um, to be honest, it's probably more the light actually that's reflecting into the windows, right? Um, and giving sort of obviously too much of a glare, really. Um, throughout the night, so obviously it doesn't shut off at all. It's so it can actually keep you awake then? Yeah, yeah, no, it can do. Oh, it can. goodness me. I mean, th th that's one thing, but also having it opposite your house, um, <laughs> what do you think about that? It was a bit of an eyesore. <laughs> it is definitely a bit of an eyesore. It's not really something that you'd expect in the village, really. Yeah. Um, Just lastly, are you often seeing people naked outside um, the front of your house? <laughs> well, we did have a little bit of a joke one, yeah, joke yeah. thing that um, went on. Um, but no, but generally not. We haven't seen that just yet. No entertainment as, as yet. Entertainment? You're sitting here waiting for it, aren't you? <laughs> this is it. Well, I suspect if Dealey's hanging out there, they may get some entertainment. Thank you, Just.
Hearts, hearts and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. It's looking very slow on the M1 northbound between Junction 11 for Dunstable Road and 12 for Flitwick because a lorry is broken down. And the M25 clockwise has a lane closed between Junction 21A for the M1 south and 22 for St Albans because of an accident yesterday evening and the barrier repairs going on, so that's causing delays too. Also on the M25 anti-clockwise, it's heavy from Junction 21 for the M1 to 19 for Watford. And having a look at the A1 Great North Road between the St Neots Junction and the Black Cat Roundabout, it's mostly so sa- slow southbound through that stretch because of the roadworks and in Ty Wickham on Marlow Hill that's looking busy in both directions too and the trains of Elio Greater Anglia have half hour delays between Bishop Stortford and Liverpool Street Samantha Bruff BBC Three Counties Radio Thank you Samantha Oh we're reminiscing about the hideous public safety information films and Lino's just sent me Apaches it's the one that terrified me as a kid and now as an adult Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's eight o'clock, I'm Simon Oxley. The headlines, Buck's chief executive described as sluggish in dealing with children's services. Family of Watford soldiers say his death could have been avoided. A new Thames Valley chief constable named. BBC Three Counties Radio. The chief executive of Buckinghamshire County Council has been told to stand down from a panel overseeing the improvement of children's services. In a critical government report leaked to BBC Three Counties, Chris Williams was found to be sluggish in dealing with issues highlighted last year when a damning Ofsted report found children were at risk in the county. David Williams is Labour's parliamentary candidate for Wickham. These sorts of failures in social services are exactly the sort of things which uh, led to the deaths of Victoria Climbier and baby Peter. So I think it was complacency, it's a, it's a failure to prioritise children's services, a failure to allocate necessary funds. The family of a Hertfordshire soldier killed in a friendly fire incident in Afghanistan say his death could have been avoided if an inquiry into a missile system had been set up. 26-year-old Captain Tom Sawyer from Watford died in 2009. Yesterday, a coroner recorded a narrative conclusion following a two-week inquest into his death and that of a colleague. In a statement, Captain Sawyer's family said they hoped lessons would finally be learned after six similar incidents involving the javelin weapons system. The new chief constable for Thames Valley Police is Francis Habgood. He's the current deputy and will replace Sarah Thornton on the 1st of April. She stepped down to move to a new national police post. A train company is offering a reward of £1,000 after vandals threw a shopping trolley onto a railway line in Hertfordshire. A train hit the trolley near Welling Garden City last month, but it's also been revealed that a week later two more trolleys were thrown onto the track. Roger Perkins is from Govia Northern. The safety of our passengers is paramount and that's why we've put up this reward to identify whoever's doing this because very clearly, you know, it, it is a wanton act. It, it's something that is it's not just... Not just mucking around, is it? I mean, someone here is thinking, I want to cause some harm. Morrison's, Britain's fourth biggest supermarket, has reported its worst results in eight years. It's also closing 23 convenience stores with the loss of 300 jobs. A teenager remains in custody after being arrested over an attack on a Watford supporter after last Saturday's game at Wolves. The 18-year-old was arrested yesterday morning. Father of two, Nick Cruis from Hemel Hempstead, has been left critically injured. 
Councils across Hertfordshire have signed a new charter encouraging film companies to shoot movies in the county. More from Carol Abercrombie. As well as the big studios of Elstree and Leavesden, many locations across Hertfordshire have been used in the biggest blockbusters, including Harry Potter, Batman and the Bourne Ultimatum. 79 productions were shot in Hertfordshire last year and the new charter guarantees councils will help with advice on locations, available film crew and helping to arrange filming permits. Last year, the council helped pass new rules, making it easier for roads to be closed for filming. In sport, Chelsea are out of the Champions League after being held to a two-all draw at home by 10-man Paris Saint-Germain. Jose Mourinho's side drew three-all on aggregate after extra time but went out on the away goals rule. The weather, a cloudy start... But bright or sunny spells will develop, a maximum temperature 12 degrees Celsius, and you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. I don't know if I can carry on with the show. We've all watched... Um... We've all watched that Apache public information film from 1977. I was four when I saw that. And it's got the scene of the, the, the machinery falling onto a kid and it's, I, I am four years old again. Oh, that's terrifying. I've retweeted it if you want to be terrified. Also on the show, we're talking about revenge, laundrettes. Best smell in the world, the laundrette. Best smell in the world. And if you walk past that window with the steam coming out, beautiful. You smell like it all day. Especially now they can't smoke in there. Exactly. What? Um, oh, and other bits and pieces. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Oh, someone sent me an even longer version of Apache. I can't watch it. I can't watch it. No. And you weren't watching it with the sound. There's a longer original version, which is even more gruesome, it's... particularly at 11 minutes 50. Well, let me just quickly... Oh, no, that's the finishing line. No. Let's just go to 11 minutes 50 and see uh, and see what they see. Hang on a second. Um, 11.48, 49. Oh, you see the train driver's perspective. Oh, fantastic. That's that's what was missing before. Tony's in Hemel. Good morning, Tony. Good morning. What have you got for us? Uh, I just thought I'd like, like to let you know there's actually another of them, these set-ups to the washing machines. Oh, yeah. It's uh, Cobham Services off the M25. Well, really? Yeah, it's just to, just to the right of the main building. What, out, is it outside? Yes, it's outside, and uh, it's very handy for the, for the foreign truckers of that to wash their clothes in. What? Uh, who uses it, Tony? Well, I think foreign truckers and ordinary truckers and people there. It's it, 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 when, when I went there last time, all three, all three, uh, the two washers and, and the driver was dying. So some, somebody uses it. Tony, it's, it's not the greatest of lines, so I'm going to let you go, but thank you for uh, uh, highlighting that. It, uh, it's um, outdoor... Washing uh, uh, laundrettes. It seems very, very peculiar. I suppose in one way it could be really handy if you were ashamed to take something to the laundrette. Have you ever, have you ever you done do the thing? You do a stealth wash. You've done the thing where you've taken some stuff to the charity shop, right? And I just like to drop and go. Uh, but they've gone through it and gone, uh, yeah, we'll take this, this, and we won't be taking these. Have you ever had that stuff no. turned down from the charity shop? No, but they're never as grateful as you would hope they would be. You'd think they'd be a bit, you know. 
bit, bit of gratitude. 08459 455 555. Now, council leaders in Bucks have been criticised for their handling of improvements to children's services. A leaked government report says council leader Martin Tett and Chief Executive Andrew Williams were sluggish to deal with problems. Uh, the report was commissioned by the Department for Education after the County Council was given an inadequate rating by Ofsted last August. We can speak now to Tom Perry from Mandate Now. Tom, what, what are your uh, take on the report's findings? Um, good morning, Ian. Well, um, uh, one of great sadness, actually, because here we have, we have sort of various institutional defaults at play. Reading the report, um, it appears to be that um, the... Uh, council uh, did the usual institutional thing of wagon circling, um, was more concerned about the criticisms of it, and very sadly didn't deal with the inadequacies that were detailed in the report. Now that is, that is extremely worrying. And then we take it on a little bit further. Uh, social workers have a very difficult task to do. Uh, inevitably every decision they make doesn't please everybody. Um, uh, and many of these um, uh, decisions they're having to take are, in fact, extremely serious, can be life-changing. And when you have a cadre of people whose shoulders appear to be on the ground, um, who I would imagine are under-resourced, because that actually is now you know, the regular trend with uh, social work in council departments, they are seriously under-resourced, um, then, frankly, um, you know, this is going to risk the welfare of children. And it's also going to risk the welfare of vulnerable adults. It's a very serious business. Where does the blame lie in, in, in this, in the, the slipping in standards of children's services, do you think? Um, I don't think there's any one place. Um, we know, for example, that um, uh, if we just take one council as an example, not Buckinghamshire, I use this as an example because it's stated in the public domain, if you take Nick Forbes, who's leader of Newcastle, he said that uh, 40, he's got an increase, he's seeing an increase of 40% in child referrals to social services. His funding, however, from central government has been cut by 30%. Now, when you just look at those figures, mathematically you work that out, and that means that every, every referral that is now received is having to be dealt with with 50% less funding. Now, that's unsustainable. And, um, you know, frankly, we also know in a report that was issued by the National Audit Office, I have to say, this hasn't been a heavily publicised report. This was a report that was issued in November 14. And it said that 50% of English councils are at risk of financial failure in the next five years. So we're down to resource, we're down to numbers, uh, that's all part of resource. Um, uh, uh, and so, therefore, I think that it's also a question of priority, because if you look at Martin Tett, um, he was, um, he, he, it was said in the report um, that was issued by Red Quadrant that um, his depth of, it was felt by staff that his depth of commitment um, to uh, children's services was just not there. Well, I'm not surprised. He's the chief executive, and he's looking to save money. And, you know, there is a certain colour pendant that flies from the town hall. And, you know, uh, criticising government is a rather difficult thing to do in those circumstances. And so, very sadly, if you need resource, you've got to ask for it and you've got to holler if you don't get it. Because otherwise we are going to have very serious consequences if this isn't addressed. Tom, it's always good to talk to you. I say that and it's weird to say that because we're talking about something that's, you know, pretty grim, actually. But I, I always appreciate your time and uh, thank you. Tom Perry from Mandate. Now, I made a mistake. I made a boo-boo at the start. Of course, the chief executive is Chris Williams. I, I said another name, and uh, council leader is Martin Tett. Right. Happy to clarify that, and oh, apologies. 
08459 455 555 is the phone number. 81333. Start your text, Lucia. I actually want to go home after watching those horrible public information films. It's it's not the cuteness of Charlie Says. They're, they're like... That Apache is like a horror film. Did you watch the, the, the extended version of the train one I sent you? Yeah. Where the kids are running back and forth across the track. It's awful. Flip it. What were you, but no also, one, what school sports day ends up down there? No wonder so many people in their 40s and 50s are messed up in their head. We grew up with that stuff. Well, also, the, um, the things we think are acceptable to say. Yeah. It kind of explains a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, doesn't it? Just terrifying. Because that stuff, I mean, I, my kids would not be able to deal with that. Well, I've got a revenge story that's kind of equal to some of those, the horrors oh, really? we've seen. This is from Carpet Martin. Oh, here we go. Starts off, yo. A female friend, after suffering in a horrible relationship for three years, was finally kicked out by her div of a boyfriend after he decided he'd rather move another young lady in. Mm -hmm. It happens. Not nice, it happens. Well, her parting shot... And they all seem... They all involve... Well, OK. Her parting shot was to poo in a bag. Freeze it. You right? You right, Catherine? Is ringing bells? I just wish. I mean, I wish someone would write a new revenge textbook because it seems that everyone's doing the same trick. Why does it always have to involve poo? Exactly. No one's, no one's done this trick before. Oh no, God! This involves a bit of self-sacrifice. Her parting shot was to poo into a bag, freeze it, and then spend an hour cheese grating it over every carpet in the house. <gasps> no, I don't believe it. That's one dish, stupid. literally best served cold. Right, and I bet when he worked out what's happened, he thought, "Oh, I really missed that girl. Maybe I, maybe I was too hasty." I think that's wonderful, because that's a that's a slow burner. That's going to take a while. Then you're going to have these icicles are going to turn into uh, well, plop. Gosh. I wait four five nine four double five five double five. Any texts? Yeah. Go on. I mean, I don't like this because it's giving people ideas. Why yep. don't we just all love each other? Why are we all trying to get revenge? You're, you're, you're right, Catherine. You're absolutely. It's people. Let's talk. Let's talk to each other. Sorry. It's Come people. On. Let's talk. Let's talk to each other. It's Come people. On. Let's talk. Let's talk to each other. It's people. Come on, guys. You know, it's it people. Might... Let's talk. Let's talk to each other. Hey, we all need some good time, fun time music, yeah? Oh, someone's deleted it from my computer. Who deleted Dodgy? Good enough. Oh, right, yeah. Oh, no way, Kath. Kath! <laughs> <laughs> There's revenge. See, that's a slow burner. Simon and St Albans, I was waiting for a parking space in a car park when someone nipped in and stole it. I waited until they went and then let two of their tyres down. I think that's criminal damage. I did that once. Also, when a landlord wouldn't return my deposit, I don't believe this because I've heard this before and I just don't believe it, but then again, it's probably true. I went back and put prawns under the floorboards and in hollow curtain poles. Going, Neil Diamond, Earl's Court, taking my mother, disabled, wheelchair, we're a bit late, there's one wheelchair space left, we've got the blue badge. A toff and his bird pull up in a very, very posh sports car. They sneak in front of us and they go in the disabled space. I watch. Is there a limp? Is there a badge? There's nothing. I get out. Excuse me. Sorry, that's disabled. And um, got a wheelchair and the, the blue badge, so I'm going to... If you could just move out. Guy says, OK, yeah, sorry. Gets in the car. Sits there for about 30 seconds, then gets out and says, sorry, it won't start. I went, well, hey, no, no, you don't understand. Sorry, I've got the wheelchair. It's going to take us longer to get to the concert and we need that extra space for the, 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 the space provides and you're not allowed to park there. He said, sorry, I can't start. I said, no, no, you, you're going to flip and move your car, mate, out. He went, what are you going to do about it? 
Oh. I said, oh. Don't challenge. Oh. oh. I said, I'm going to do nothing, mate. Please go and enjoy the concert. He's off. I let down two of the tyres. <laughs> and then, as we're leaving... And you pumped them up again and felt immediately sorry no, about then it. As no, then, no, 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 no. as we're leaving... I get stuck in the traffic oh coming no. out of Earl's Court. I... He goes to his car, he looks. He looks around, he sees me. He rushes up, and this is the thing, he rushes over to my mum's side of the car. She's a disabled woman, what are you going to do? Uh, and he bangs the side of the car. Fun times. Great concert, though. Great concert. So hopefully he had a good time in the... Yeah, not, not condoning it, but I'll be honest, he probably deserved it. Oh! <gasps> What's that? <laughs> jingle time. Time for a jingle. What? I don't know what this is. What? Um, literally, not a no idea. Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. Busy on the M25 clockwise because the lanes close between junction 21A for the M1 South and 22 for St Albans. Also anti-clockwise it's looking slow from junction 20 for Kings Langley to 16 for the M40 and on the A1M southbound that's looking very busy from junction 9 for Lurch West to junction 7 for Stevenage. On the A1 Great North Road it's busy through the roadworks around the Black Cat roundabout mainly southbound from the St Neots junction and in Leighton Buzzard on Old Road a water mains burst at the Stoke Road junction near the Tesco petrol station which could cause some delays. On the trains, Bellio Greater Anglia have half-hour delays between Bishop Stortford and Liverpool Street because of a problem with the level crossings. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you very much, Sammy. I'm being sent so many um, public information films now. It's horrible, including, of course... Now then, now then, clunk, click. No, don't watch anymore. Clunk, click. It is... I just... I just oh, I feel absolutely nauseous. Terrible. Thank you for that, Sammy. 8.16. It is Thursday, the 12th of March. I am Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. The Chief Executive of Bucks County Council has been told to stand down from a panel overseeing the improvement of children's services. The new Chief Constable for Thames Valley Police is Francis Habgood. He's the current deputy and will replace Sarah Thornton. And the family of a Hertfordshire soldier killed in a friendly fire incident in Afghanistan say his death could have been avoided. See Three Counties Radio. Good morning. Uh, I hate a lot of As they said in the... Oh, I knew you'd well, hate... Why I'm... do you hate all the good comedies? Well, I don't, mate. Hello, hello and Mrs Bouquet are rubbish. You hate all of the good ones. You hate... Hello, hello. You well, it's hate not good. Keep, keeping up appearances. You hate... Um, uh, what is it? Only Fools and Horses? Yeah. You hate them all. Only Fools and Horses is the only one where I could understand me saying that it's rubbish could be slightly controversial, because I know a lot of people like it and it's 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 in the psyche. But the, a lower low is flipping... Oh, all right, so it's um, there's a Frenchman... The, 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 the officer's quite funny. The police officer is all right. But the rest of it... I will say this only once. Oh, the Madonna with the... Oh, René, you are so sexy. Oh, quick, <laughs> let us have a quick one before See, the just, wife comes. Just you saying that makes me smile. It makes me happy. And the other one, it's got Eddie Yates from Coronation Street as a common man, and she's posh, but she's not really posh. Flipping heck, mate. You don't, you genuinely don't find any of that funny. I think it's awful. It's awful. I, I, I think you're missing Seinfeld. You're mi the Larry oh. Sanders Show. Community. Oh no. What? You've got weird taste in comedy. All of that. What Seinfeld? 
That wasn't meant for British humour. It was funny. It was sophisticated. It was clever. No, I mean, I like Frasier. That's sophisticated and funny. I'll give you Frasier. We can have a... When you invite me around to your house, we can watch a Frasier box I've got box the set. whole Frasier box set. I'd love to come around and watch it. What county Would do you, you Just give me the county. <laughs> Just give me the county. That's all I need as a starter. That's a, that's a little... Right. ...clue. Um, yeah? Frasier, yes. Very good. Hertfordshire? Uh, modern Family now. That's Bedfordshire. Uh, that's that's uh, funny. Buckinghamshire. Mo- Modern I family. saw your eyes go. You live in Buckinghamshire. <laughs> I saw your eyes flicker. <laughs> little, little, little nervous panic there. You live in Buckinghamshire, right? OK. Honing in. All right. Honing in. Um, so, Modern Family is a good one now. Hertfordshire. <laughs> Bedfordshire. I'm not telling you where I live. There was the same nervous twitch there. <laughs> a little bit of fear. Thank you. What's in, what's in your show this morning? It's a slight spasm in my temple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can read that. Don't worry. I'll, I'll bring in a list of towns and villages tomorrow. And, uh, uh, gonna go it's, about, it's about 40 minutes, but we'll go through each one twice. Oh, and I'll register. I'm like David Brown. Trying to pin down where I live, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm going I'm to bring in a map. And just as you're talking, just point to places. <laughs> see if you start sweating. See if, see if my temple spasms I'm going to hold one of your hands and see if it gets clammy. <laughs> But but then if you uh, Gerard's Cross, if you <laughs> if, you, if you get the twitch, yeah. you've then got to try and work out where in that town or village oh, no, I don't live. Worry. I will I will rent an empty property and I will. Um, I'll, <laughs> I'll wait, find out. You're right. I'm find out. I'm going to set up at your house one day. <laughs> What's on your show this morning? Sarah, I should just warn you and yeah. everyone else: there is an electric fence, CCTV, and oh. a highly sophisticated intruder system. <laughs> Means nothing to Connected me. to the police. <laughs> he's not. He's not even joking. No, I'm not joking. He's not even joking. Literally, wow. I can. I can arm and disarm certain parts of my house from next to my bed. Have you got a panic room? Well, I've got a panic button. I've got not only a panic button. I've got a panic button that I can carry around the house. Oh. So should a masked intruder try and climb through my utility room window, yeah. Yeah. I can summon immediate police response. Well, I've left my balaclava in the car. It's, <laughs> I have. It's like I'm Gerald Ratner. Are, are you sure it's not? You're not in an old people's um, secure <laughs> village. <laughs> Orange triangle to pull Dougie. You all right, Mr. Vernon Smith? <laughs> Do, would you like a visit today? Potty change. <laughs> <laughs> like that? It's a bit like that, yeah. Okay, well, I look forward to uh, to finding it. What's on your show this morning? Coming up on the big phone in this morning from nine. Should employers be able to choose British-born people over foreigners? Oh, this is for us, isn't it? To. Yes, it I saw absolutely this. is. UKIP has announced that they would scrap legislation designed to prevent racial discrimination at work. Nigel Farage says that whilst forty years ago there may have been racial discrimination at work, there's no need to worry about it today. The UKIP leader says his children have no idea about race, and as a party, UKIP is colour blind. He's argued that firms should be allowed to discriminate if they are simply making a choice to employ someone who was born in this country. Well, from nine this morning, I'd like your reaction to what he said. Do you think it makes sense? Should should employers be able to choose British-born people over foreigners if they want to? I'd love your call, your story, your view on 08459 455 555. My namesake, Ian, on Twitter says, Allo, allo, had the same script every week. Very, very tedious, wasn't it? I just... Do, do you not recall when the when the mother who was upstairs in the bed, when they hooked her bed up, 
to be the aerial for the British airmen who hid in the cupboard. And they kind of electrocuted her in the bed. And Rene just delivers that wonderful line, you have earthed my wife's mother. It was hilarious. That's from nine. With all our football league sides still chasing promotion, Saturday is another chance to gain valuable points. Watford are at home to Reading. Back up to Deeney, who hammers it into the roof of the net. MK Dons make the trip to Walsall. What a strike from Lewis Baker. Luton are at Portsmouth. Stridge in towards the back post. Hanger in from Jaden Stockley. And Stevenage travel to Cambridge. It's Bruno Andrade. Three Counties Sport, Saturday from two, here on BBC Three Counties Radio. Ah, oh, dearie, dearie me. Let's go to uh, Barbara in Stevenage. Good morning, Barbara. Good morning. Revenge. Revenge. Does yours involve poo-poo? Nope. Good. It was brilliant, this one. Um, a, a girlfriend of mine in the 70s, or even before that, I think, yeah. I can't remember exactly when, um, she was going out with this fella. Um, he dumped her. She wasn't very happy because they'd been going out quite some time. Yeah. Anyway, she found out who, you know, I mean, she knew where he lived and all the rest of it. Anyway, she found out he was going out with some other girl oh, that yeah. weekend. Oh, yeah. So what she did, her dad owned a building firm, so she just got a concrete tip lorry and tipped it outside his car. So when oh. he came home, it was quick dry cement. It was about two foot of cement. Out. He couldn't move his car. It, it, his, his car had been cemented? Yeah. Flipping heck, Barbara! That's that's proper psycho. Oh, I know. She enjoyed that. That's she buddy just, boiling. She, she just literally let the cement, cement lorry drop its load up, you know, by the garage. What's what's wrong with just going and cutting up a few of his suits? That was the. No, the no, I thought that was a thing in the seventies. She couldn't go. She couldn't go in the house because you know she. You know she just thought, well, she'll stop him driving his car, and that was the end of that. Fan, you you would never do anything like that, would you? Not much like. Thank you, Barbara. <laughs> I like Barbara. Not much like. I do come up with schemes, but I would never do them. I think you'd feel imme- I'd feel immediately terrible about it. It's the revenge is a young person's game, isn't yeah. it? It's in your teens and twenties. Surely, once you get past, I don't know, twenty-eight, twenty-seven, yeah, uh, you uh, you get over those kinds of things. Plus, mm-hmm. you know, if a relationship breaks up, I think the best revenge is making out you're not bothered. Um, we don't we don't normally do reminiscing about the 70s and 80s, but I am actually quite enjoying this uh, public information film. If... When you say enjoying, because they're so hideous. Oh, I've just been sent lonely water from 1973. No, no I meant no. And the thing is, they've got... Oh, no! We're going to see a body floating, aren't we? Do you know what I want to know? Where did they get these child actors? Because the other child actors of my childhood were rubbish. These kids are so convincing. Lonely water? It's got... It's only got Donald Pleasance in it. <laughs> Just to make it all the more chilling. Donald Pleasance as the Grim Reaper. Oh, God. Uh, Nigel's in Aylesbury. Good morning, Nigel. Good morning, Ian. How are you, sir? I'm, I'm feeling very, very uncomfortable this morning yeah. with these horrible films. What have you got for us? Well, OK, um, this is actually moving on to the 80s. Um, 83, maybe 83, 84, actually, thinking about it. Um... I was, uh, we were at school and we were told, right, get up, we're going to the lecture room, we're going to go and watch a film. Yeah. And we went pooping off to the uh, lecture room and sat down, lights went out, the film started, and it was called Threads. And it was like, oh, this is good. Threads, hang on a minute. How old were you when you watched Threads, Nigel? Okay, I was 
11, no. maybe 12. Threads? I watched, yeah. I watched Threads when I was 15, right? Right, okay. And I'll let, yeah, I'll let you tell your story. I, was, I watched when I was 15. Yeah. And it anyway, scared the life out of me. I watched it again recently. Yeah. It's still terrifying. You watched it at 11. I watched it at 11. So, I, yeah, so I'm sitting there. I mean, obviously, if people have started hearing the name, they probably will pick up on what it was. Yeah. Um, yeah, then, then I, yeah, so we're sitting watching it. We're being introduced to the families, introduced to all this, introduced to the milkman, and all that sort of stuff, based in Sheffield. And then suddenly... The, alarm, the, the siren goes, and Sheffield gets destroyed by a nuclear, war, nuclear bomb. Yeah, they drop and a nuclear people, bomb on Sheffield. People are being, and people are being obliterated, and things are melting, and I mentioned the milk bottle bit. That has always stuck in my head, the melting milk bottles as the inferno goes across it, and then we are all sitting there absolutely petrified that any second now obviously i was living in jersey at the time yeah and i thought Prime oh target. my god jersey's gonna jersey's gonna get obliterated by a nuclear the bomb two, for the, the next two, two years images we will do luan after half past because i want to give her a fair crack of the, the two images that strike that always haunted me from that film yeah was uh, the mum and dad they made a bomb shelter out of a door and they're yes. hiding behind a door okay yeah yeah, yeah. and the, tra- the the traffic wardens with machine guns yeah, wearing okay. gas masks. It is okay. terrifying. Well, the thing for me, the thing was the milk bottle oh. was the uh, was the lady weighing themselves, weighing herself in the middle of. I mean, again, because obviously being that age, um, it was those are the things. Yeah. You know, the, the people being petrified in the middle of Sheffield Town Centre, seeing the explosion, and then then and then just following through. I don't even remember what happens after that because it was it was like I think we we're all traumatised. But I think it was a three part series, so we only had another two parts to go and sit and watch. What and what lesson were you supposed history. to learn from this? That you're going to die. We're probably all going to die, and there's nothing you can do about it. No, it was it was it was modern history we were in, Catherine. Oh, Nigel, like, what? Nigel, listen, thank you. I, yeah, I made the mistake about. Oh, I was at LBC, so it's probably about seven years ago. I bought that Threads on DVD, and it's 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 kind of they may have been three parts then, but it, it was it was one ninety minute film. I thought, oh, this would be a bit of a laugh. I couldn't watch it, and I was—I think we were, um, we no, we were before I had the boy, and I—I I couldn't watch it now that I've got kids because it's so bleak. Hope you're enjoying your mornings. Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M25 clockwise, there's a lane closed between Junction 21A for the M1 South and 22 for St Albans because of an accident earlier. And the A1M southbound is very busy from Junction 2 for Wellham Green towards the M25 at southbound. On the A421 in Milton Keynes, standing way, it's queuing around the, Bla- the Kingston roundabout with the roadworks. There are delays from the M1 Junction 13 for Bedford. And in Leighton Buzzard on Old Road, there's water main burst at the junction for Stoke Road, so that's near the Tesco petrol station, which could cause some delays, but it's not causing too many problems on the speed sensors at the moment. On the trains, Bellio Greater Anglia have half-hour delays between Bishop Stortford and Liverpool Street because of a problem with some level crossings between Enfield Lock and Northumberland Park. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's 8.30, I'm Simon Oxley. An 18-year-old arrested in connection with the attack on Watford football fan Nick Cruis has been released on police bail. West Midlands police say the teenager has been bailed until April the 8th, pending further inquiries into the assault in Wolverhampton last Saturday. The chief executive of Buckinghamshire County Council has been told to stand down from a panel overseeing the improvement of children's services. In a critical government report leaked to BBC Three Counties, Chris Williams was found to be sluggish in dealing with issues highlighted in 
last year's damning Ofsted report. And the new Chief Constable for Thames Valley Police is Francis Habgood. He's the current deputy and will replace Sarah Thornton on the 1st of April. Three Counties Sports. BBC Three Counties Radio. Chelsea are out of the Champions League after being held to a two-all draw at home by 10-man Paris Saint-Germain. Jose Mourinho's side drew three-all on aggregate after extra time but went out on the away goals rule. I think for them it's nothing to lose. I play matches with 10-man in Champions League and I know know that feeling. Uh, It's difficult because you have one player less but mentally any pressure you feel, you don't feel anymore. And uh, they were experienced, they were good. And I think they deserve. We deserve to be punished. Tonight, Everton, the only British side left in the Europa League, face Dynamo Kiev at Goodison Park in their last 16 first leg tie. And after two wins on day two of the Cheltenham Festival, trainer Paul Nichols is looking for more success in today's feature, the World Hurdle. More from Cornelius Lysett. After a quiet first afternoon of the most important four days of the jump racing calendar, Paul Nichols bounced back yesterday, his treble including success in the Queen Mother Champion Chase with dodging bullets ridden by Sam Twiston Davis. The World Hurdle, the long distance champion looks pretty open this time, hence the big field, but both Zarkanda, last year's fourth, and Safia Daru, who's owned, like Nichols's four-time winner Big Bucks, by financier Andy Stewart and family, are major players. Soon to retire champion jockey AP McCoy's mount at Fisher's Cross, an outsider, is one of five mounts as he looks for his first victory at his final festival. BBC Three Counties News and Sports, the next full bulletin is at nine. Call 08459 455 555. BBC Three Counties Radio.
Yes, Luanne. Good morning. Morning, Luanne. What you got for us? Revenge. Oh, yes. My husband's panicking now because we've got a surprise booked for him today and he's thinking I'm getting revenge on him, but I'm not. Oh, um, what's, 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 what's the surprise? <laughs> oh, we've just got to keep guessing. He's listening, so I'm not oh, allowed okay. to say anything. Is it, is, it, is it a meal? No. Is it a show? Uh, no. Thanks. <laughs> is it anything in a plastic bag? Possibly. Oh, dirty Luanne. <laughs> Go on, give us your revenge story. Um, when I was at high school, I think it was my last year of high school, yes. um, we had a teacher and we had a subject called humani- Humanities. Oh, yeah. I don't know what they call it nowadays. What, um, but what, what, was, yeah, what, was, what was Humanities? It was History and Geography. No. Oh. Together. Was, no, it, was yeah. it not like, um, sort of, um, oh, what was it the... It was like do- rural, rural studies, or not rural studies, mm. religious studies kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, um, what, was the, um, what was the DOS subject when, when you did only did two A-levels? You general to do, studies. General studies, Because yeah. I didn't do that and I still got a B. General. I didn't do any lessons. <laughs> How did you get B and if you didn't do it? It's new stuff. It was just general studies, isn't it? Anyway, go on. You're so interrupting anyway. Luanne's story. She's, she's taking was... her husband to see a show in a bag. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was um, on a Friday, because we had a, a week A and a week B, so we never had the same lessons the second week. They run it alternately. So basically, this yeah. was our last lesson on a Friday of week B, and we didn't really like this teacher. No. He was all right. Yeah, he's a bit of a diff. Anyway. One Friday, I took this worm in. It was in an apple, but when you spoke to it, it went up and down. Yeah. It was like a voice-activated worm. So a voice-activated apple? Apple, yeah, which had a worm which poked up and down when you spoke to it. Oh, it like the funny. flowers that used to dance? It, yeah, very similar to that. Right. Anyway, this teacher didn't like it, so he confiscated it from me. Good. So, during the lesson, we decided, because this was a couple of days before we confiscated it, so during this lesson, we decided to pick a worm up during lunch and put it in his mark book. And uh, we thought he'd open his mark book when he got into the lesson, but he didn't. He came in and put a huge, great big bag down on the top of the mark book. And we sat there the whole lesson thinking, oh, my God, this worm is just going to be a complete mess in his mark book. He didn't move the bag. And we... uh, went out thinking, phew, hasn't caught us. And then Monday morning, we all got called to his office because they thought we'd seen something. So we thought we'd get revenge back with this worm, oh. but it, it backfired, unfortunately. So did we you... Got told you got told you got You They knew... What complicated story, Catherine. I hope you're following So what, they called you into the office because they thought you were witnesses? You need to be yeah. Columbo to know what so else who, she's talking about. who squealed? Exactly. You should just kept quiet and said, no, I didn't see anything, so it was a terrible Well, thing. the trouble is, is that they called my friend in to be a witness, but we all had to own up because we couldn't let her get away. We couldn't let her get the blame for Why? it. We Why? didn't realise. Why? Well, because we're all friends. Let her take one for the team if she's a mate. Yeah, you say, all right, listen, listen, guys, we all agreed. Susan did it, yeah? She's, we don't like her. She's not here. She, right, yeah. It was Susan, sir. That's but what you do. It was, the, it was the worm that got worst off, so we reported him to the no. RSPCW. Luanne, I'm going to cut you off now. <laughs> the worm turned. What? The early bird, sir, didn't catch the worm. Another worm-based uh, punneries. We got any uh, texts? You know when they used to keep you in. I'm going to keep you in all playtime yeah. until someone owns up. Yeah. We just sat there. We no, we'd sat there, and the Christian lad would say, "Please, sir, it was me." Really, I'm Paul? Spartacus. Yeah, really, Paul. Was it? Yes, sir. It was. Right, you can go out and play because I know it wasn't you. You're a Christian, right? The rest of you can stay. Oh, flipping Gosh, Paul heck. didn't realise his power. He could have done anything. Yeah. yeah. Although saying that, his brother. Um, what was uh, Paul Francis's brother called? I used to, um, uh, was it Tim? Let's say it was Tim. 
his brother Tim was also a very devout Christian family. So, when we, we all, the whole school had to stay in for this, Tim uh, recorded the neighbours' theme on a cassette. Right, but the first twenty-five minutes of the cassette blank. Right. Ghetto blaster, cassette in, school assembly. The ghetto blasters under the stage yeah. in assembly. Yeah. Going on, and there's a little buzz in the atmosphere. What's going on? There's a buzz. <laughs> Twenty-five minutes into Mrs. Payne talking some rubbish. I don't know what she's banging on about. <gasps> neighbors, full blast! Everybody needs good neighbors. Face of thunder. And if I remember it correctly, I may have been—I may have made this better. If I remember it correctly, because it, it was hidden under the stage, no one knew where it was coming from. She stood there and waited for the song to finish. Two minutes of the neighbours thing. <laughs> And then she said, right, none of you are going to go on lunch break till I find out who did this. Oh, what? Yeah, the whole Honestly. school. Whole school. Because I think that that's actually genius. Yeah, it is genius. Like you should have been rewarded. It's the kind of thing when your kids do naughty things, you've got to tell them off, but inside you're thinking, yes. That's so clever. Mary's on the line. Good morning, Mary. Morning. M- morning, Mary. What have you got for us? Well, I'm just in the car with my little boy and we listen to you every morning and I keep threatening we're going to call and there we are. Well, how old's your little boy? He's here. Speak to him. He's, a, he's nearly 11. His name's William. William George. Morning, William. Hello. How are you doing, William? You all right? Yeah. Um, do you like listening to this radio show, or do you think it's a bit boring? I love it. You sure? Yeah. What? OK, like, uh, can I ask you, um, what do you think... Who's your favourite person on the show? You. Get in there. Thank you, William. And the one with the little cute voice. And Kelly. That's right. me as well. Easily pleased. So you like Kelly. What do you think what do you think about Catherine? Um all right. All right. Ooh. Yeah. No, he speaks he speaks sense. Maybe we need to be older, you'll realise. And uh, uh Justin Dealey. Do you like Justin? Yeah, he's funny. No, hang on a minute, oh, Mary. Man. No. This is what's No, 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 no. That was a mum liking Justin. I want to know if an eleven <laughs> year old lad finds him funny. Do you find him funny, William? Um, a bit. Yeah, he's a bit annoying, isn't he? Yeah. Can you... But, uh, listen, today we've been a little bit rude, talking about doing things in shoes and balloons and stuff. Do you like it when, we, when we're a little bit rude, or do you think that we, we, we're, we're too rude? A little bit rude is funny. A little bit rude is very yeah. funny, isn't it? You, you're, you're spot on there. What have you got at school today, William? Pardon? What have you got at school today? Uh, boring. Just boring stuff? Yeah. Like maths and stuff? Yeah. Oh man, I'm sorry. Story, story as well. But that one was the worst story. Was boring. What was boring. what? What was boring? The worm story. The worm story. <gasps> oh, you, uh, you can't say that about Luan. Luan, I'll be honest, William. I didn't understand it. <laughs> I didn't know what she was talking about. Uh, what's the naughtiest thing you've ever done at school? Um. He's not going to tell you in front of I, his mum. Yeah, I've just realised. Um, Mum's there. I uh, don't know. Yeah, good, good good answer, William. Hey, listen, thank you for calling. I like it we get young men and young women calling up the show. I think it's excellent. More, please, more. No, a, some shows and some stations get very... Oh, no, we don't want kids phoning up. No, 11, intelligent 11-year-old young man like that. Any time you want, fella. Thank you, William. Thank you, Mary. Ring up and tell us what you got kept in for uh, in the last few minutes, I think. What do you reckon? Oh, I, I got kept in once, right, because I got beaten up. Oh, I got beaten up by a sixth former, right? I didn't get beaten up. I was leaning against the wall. Fair play. Kicked my legs away from underneath me and I went down and cracked my head. I cheeked him. He said, don't cheek me. I was like, just start it. Don't cheek me. I said, why are we going to do that? 
He said, I'm going to give you a sixth form detention. Boom, gave me a sixth form detention. The kid did? The, yeah, sixth former. Oh. So I turned up at detention, and uh, miss, uh, the, the, t- the teacher, who I flipping hated, was a horrible, horrible man, he said, yes, Rugby. He said, yeah, I've got a sixth form detention. He went, what? Sixth form detention. Have you now? Sit down there. There was no such thing as a sixth form detention. But he carried it on. He carried it on. Huh? Why would you fall for that? Because I was new at big school and I've, I've been I've been humiliated in the front of people. Sixth form detention. We we had a particularly frightening and tiny French teacher. Oh. Who wore massive glasses. What was her name? I can't tell you because I'm still terrified of her. Oh, she yeah, may still be. She was old then, but I'm sure she's still clinging on somewhere. She sounds delightful. No, she wasn't French herself. I would like to make love to her. She'd have none of that. Oh, uh, She used to wear massive glasses. Beautiful. So she, I could see her soul better. She could see my body So better. you imagine a tiny woman with massive glasses. I'd imagine in Deirdre Barlow. We used to call her the fly. Oh, yeah. And we decided uh, uh, en masse, um, while we were waiting outside the French class, that we would give her a little buzz as she walked by. What literally. Do you mean? Oh no! Right, that noise you can do quite. I, you wouldn't be able to tell where it was coming from. Yeah, it was most of the line. Anyway, we all got kept in. No, who started it? Who started it? Oh, I mean, how can you tell? It was yeah. me. It was me. It was me. How did you become head girl? Popular vote. Type jeans. Oh wait, four five nine four double five five double five is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you're more than welcome to. Uh, you can send us a text as well. Eight one three double three. Start your text to three CR. And also, of course, should you wish to uh, uh, email, you're, you're more than welcome to. If you've got access to um, an email machine. Ian.ly at bbc.co.uk. If you want to send abuse to Catherine, catherine.boyle, B-O-Y-L-E at bbc.co.uk. Kids used to hum as well, didn't they? That was another way of getting to the teachers. You'd yeah. drive them crackers. We had a teacher um, we had no respect for, and I'm so ashamed of the way we, te- we, we, we treated him because he was, he was completely ineffectual. He shouldn't have been working with 14-, 15-year-old kids. It shouldn't have happened. Uh, just because he was so, so uh, weak-willed. But we would have... My mate okay, Slim, who's a fat lad, would come and sit in his class. <laughs> And he wasn't even in that class. And the teacher would go, uh, Rance, you're not in this class. Get out. And he would just sit there and go, up yours, sir. And he would stay in the class. Isn't that terrible? It is now when you think about it. Fun times, though. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the A421 Standing Way, there's been a three-vehicle accident between the Kingston Roundabout and the M1 Junction 13 for Bedford in the roadworks area, which is causing delays. In Leighton Buzzard on Old Road, that has been partially blocked by a burst water main near the Tesco petrol station at Stoke Road. And on the A1 Great North Road, it's looking slow through the roadworks at the Black Cat Roundabout, with delays southbound from the St Neots Junction. On the motorways, the M25 clockwise has a lane closed between Junction 21A for the M1 South and 22 for St Albans. And also there are queues between Junction 17 for Maple Cross anti-clockwise towards Junction 16 for the M40. On the trains, Bellio Greater Anglia have half-hour delays between Bishop Stortford and Liverpool Street. Samantha Breath, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Sammy! 8.46, it's Thursday the 12th of March. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. An 18-year-old arrested in connection with the attack on Watford football fan Nick Cruis. Uh, in Wolverhampton has been released on police bail. The chief executive of Bucks County Council has been told to stand down from a panel overseeing the improvement of children's services. And the new chief constable for Thames Valley Police is Francis Habgood. He's the current deputy and will replace Sarah Thornton. Coming up, Dealey talking about revenge. Let's hope it's not completely uh, bottom fueled. Before that, here's the weather with Elizabeth. (laughs) 
Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. Hello, very good morning to you. It's going to be a lovely day. Lots of blue sky and sunshine around. Top temperatures today, 12 or 13 Celsius, 55 in Fahrenheit with a light southerly to southeasterly breeze. Now, through this evening and overnight, we may just see the cloud um, start to gather again. We could just see a few outbreaks of rain into tomorrow morning as well, but they won't last too long and they will clear away quite quickly. Overnight lows of around 6 or 7 degrees, so don't be too surprised if it's a bit of a cloudy, wet start to the day tomorrow. It won't last for too long. Long, or brighten up nicely into the afternoon bit, feeling a bit cooler tomorrow highs of 10 or 11 degrees for the weekend it's looking decidedly cold um, probably only temperatures up to 7 or 8 degrees there'll be a very cold easterly wind a lot of cloud around although it should stay dry but yes a very cold um, end to the week I'm afraid that's the forecast Thanks Elizabeth Roberto Peroni on BBC Three Counties Radio. Tip-top etiquette expert William Hansen, who is not a fan of politicians oversharing. Oh, good afternoon, Roberto. I feel slightly nauseous. <laughs> Every weekday from three. Let's talk to Harriet Harman, the leader of the Labour Party. We've been in Bedford and Cambridge, and we've had very interesting discussions. Let's talk cold callers. Do you have a tried and tested method of getting rid of cold callers? You've got to make up a word before you go on the phone, and so you can fit that word in without them realising in the most time. Saying um actually helps you feel calmer. Do you believe this show? Definitely. And since I read that, I've been doing it and I'm well chilled. Roberto <laughs> Peroni. Weekdays from... Th- right, we've been talking about revenge this morning. Revenge. And I, I feel I should read the story again, Justin. Go on. A vengeful drinker caused £2,000 of damage. £2,000 of damage. Crazy. There's a lot of damage. It's crazy. Uh, uh. To an ex-serviceman's bar by pelting it with balloons filled with poo. Now, £2,000 worth of damage. That, that must have been a... It must have spent ages filling those balloons. <laughs> it, you don't even want to think about it, do you, really? Bob it's, Wilson, the secretary vile. of the venue in South... You can talk, mate. Yeah, I know. Uh, said, it was disgusting. I don't even want to know how he got the excrement into the balloons. Oh. I mean... I mean, look, if you're going to take revenge on somebody, obviously that's something. But if you're going to take revenge on a venue which other people use, that for me, that is is crossing the line. Oh, really? Yeah, definitely. Oh, gosh. There's a line? There is a line, (laughs) yes. This is from a man who's uh, made his mates, two of his best mates. Yeah. One of them, it it made him put his hand in a bag full of uh, his own poo. Mm -hmm. And another one, uh, he put poo in his boots. Yes. Uh, Great tricks. Great tricks. Still now, spoken got, about to this day. We've got 11-year-olds listening to us, Justin, yeah. uh, who um, look up to your mums look up to you as um, an inspiration. Yes. And I'm sure other people, if they want to, I'm obviously not condoning it, but uh, other people might be using that trick soon. No, or maybe they've they, used that trick in the past. No. 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 Justin, you've taken revenge to the streets. Yeah, I'm in Toddington this morning, the home of the uh, the open-air 24-7 laundrette here, which is bizarre. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Toddington is a very, very dark place. Why is that, dude? Well, because people here, they like revenge. And some people are even thinking about taking revenge today. Yeah. This is um, quite extraordinary. Wow. Um, so gonna, hang on, they're going to take revenge today? Yeah. I know. Special powers again. So, I'm in Toddington talking to people about revenge, and here's what people had to say. Sir, let's get straight to the point. Have you ever got revenge on somebody? Uh, Not not, uh, recently, but I'm about to. You're about to get revenge? What, today? 
Yes, yes, definitely today. Wow. Okay. Um, what's um, what's the situation? Well, it's uh, work that's been carried out and uh, not been paid. So, what? Are you a builder? Yes. Right. So, how much are you owed? Uh, about seven hundred pounds. So, what are you going to do to, to get revenge? Uh, Can I ask? Today, after today, uh, there'll be um, there'll be a case of t- taking the work to bits and re, uh, reclaiming the materials that's been uh, supplied. Can you legally do that? I don't think so, but I'm going to give it a go. <laughs> wow. Revenge. Again, special powers. We're talking about it today, and here you are, who's somebody who's got revenge on your mind walking down the street. Yeah, absolutely. Enough's enough. Wow, incredible. OK, well, listen, I, I, I don't condone anything you're about to do, but um, I, I appreciate your, your time this morning. Thank you. Yep. Kai, how are you? How old are you? I'm um, 13. You're looking pretty straight this morning. Nice quiff. Um, you've got revenge. Tell us what happened. Uh, one day, my friends took my pencil case uh, and notebook at school, and the next day I took their stuff and hid it for the next day. Did it make you feel good? Yeah, yeah. it was good. When they eventually found their stuff... What happened then? They tried to take my stuff, but I didn't let them have it. Okay. So you got revenge and you felt good? Yeah, it was good. Kai, thanks for your time. Keep it real. Thank you. This is quite an incredible story, Sue. You had your ex-partner's car towed away as part of revenge. How on earth did you do that? Quite easily. How? I just rang them up and said he didn't live there anymore and I didn't want the car on the premises. You phoned who? The council. So... (laughs) They turned up with a tow truck and took away your your ex-husband's vehicle? Yeah, because it wasn't registered to that address anymore. I'd warned him a few times that I didn't want it there because he lived at another address, so easy as that. That's that's very deep. Just lastly, when when you got your revenge, how did it feel? Brilliant. I'm not going to mess with you, madam. Thank you very much. (laughs) You're welcome. Wow. uh, Wow. Well, (laughs) It I is told dark. you it's a dark place. I love the fact that she's like, yeah, and so yeah. What, I know. What, what's the problem with that? Tollington's well, like midsummer. It's this place has got something about it. Uh, people ask me, where do you like to go to get characters? I always say Lucid, yeah, Dunstable, yeah, Hemel, yeah. Radlett, Toddington yeah. is on that list. And I've got this knack of, of spotting people. I saw her 50 yards away, and I thought, I thought, you know what? She has got a revenge story. She yeah. looked the type. And how did you find the fella that was actually going to... And well done, it's the first time I've ever heard you do a legal disclaimer. I don't <laughs> condone what you're about to do. Was he walking along the side of the road rubbing his hands together? He, he came past the radio car earlier on and he stopped to have a, a quick conversation and he said, you're talking about revenge? I went, yeah, we are. He says, well, I'm thinking about getting my revenge today. Do you want to talk? I went, yes, oh. please. Well, well, well. We've got uh, a tweet from Chen's... Uh, Ian, why do you not get the ladies' perspective anymore? Oh, no, what? we do. We do. Well, when was the last time we had it? Yesterday. 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 What happened yesterday? Got the ladies' perspective. Perceptive. Uh, the ladies' perspective yesterday was on... Was I here yesterday? Chivalry. Yeah, opening doors. Oh, yeah, yes. birds didn't like it, did they? No, birds. they didn't. Chicks. Yeah. Do you mean chicks? Thank you, Justin. Hey, no what's um, on your show on Saturday, midday? Uh, the show this Saturday is uh, the UK and American charts from this weekend in 64, dominated by Brian Epstein tracks. Yep, yep, and yep. Uh, also, we're going to be talking to people in Toddington about this as well. As it's Mother's Day this weekend, what? it's all about the mums. It's what, sorry? All it about is. the mums? 
flip. Okay, thank and you. We're going to be asking. We're going to be asking for musical memories. Which song reminds you of having your first child? I know that you like a hashtag, and With I know your you'll mum. be definitely. Yeah, I'm going to say to you, don't use the hashtag your mum on Twitter when you're publicising that particular feature, Justin. Just okay. saying. Yeah, no worries. Thank you, Just. Great feedback, guys. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, geez, that's like a little uh, production meeting. Yeah. Does anyone, you know how people say your mum as a diss? Does anyone ever say, oh, your kids? Sorry? Hmm? Your kids are so butters. Beautiful looking children, they say <laughs> to me. Uh, I, 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 did, I remembered it was Mother's Day yesterday. I've got nothing for my mum. Uh, I gave the kids a fiver to give to their mum. <laughs> this is all that counts, isn't it? I said, well, well, the eldest said, oh, it's Mother's Day. I was like, oh, is it? He said, yeah, can we go and get some stuff? I said, well... Uh, no, here's a five. I'll give that to your mum and let her get what she wants. What's wrong with that? Take herself down the West End, get herself something gorgeous. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's a, a treat, it's a treat, isn't it? You know, and she, good luck to them all. She gets herself a nice top. If Listen, if they're not old enough to buy stuff for the mum themselves, then th- we should... She's not your mum. Exactly. I mean, even, even my mum's probably not going to get anything. Fiver? Well, I've given it to the kids now, so it's unlikely that's going to happen. My uh, three-year-old brought home a card from preschool yesterday. Oh, yeah. It's rubbish. They are, aren't they? They absolutely are. It doesn't even say any words on it. She's here's, just scribbled on the paper. Here's a story for you, Kels. lazy. Humping iron. <laughs> no. Why is that a story <laughs> for me? We can't end on this bombshell. What, mum orgasms on gym machine? You can't end with that? It's a, it's a that core a workout. And now she's always coming back for more. <laughs> it's exclusive. I get this phone call. You... A fitness fan did not know if she was coming or going. <laughs> you should actually be listening, Catherine. Oh, who, what's your name? Rosie. A fitness, Rosie. A fitness fan did not know if she was coming or going oh, when a gym machine... Well, what do you else want me to do? I've got Rabina Rosie. Fader one. Morning, Rosie. Morning. I think you, Catherine's breathing a sigh of relief. <laughs> not as big as Amy Taylor, 28, who was on the captain's chair, but... <laughs> <laughs> That's what the machine is called. A, a, a fitness fan did not know if she was coming or going she when did. a gym she machine exactly made, made her... Amy Taylor, 28, was on the captain's chair. <laughs> captain. What, what is the captain's chair? It's, it's um, the, like the captain's table, but smaller. Lifting her legs with her <laughs> stomach muscles when she felt a tingling. At, four, at first she thought she needed the loo, but when she carried on, she... Yeah, 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 she, she finished. Anyway, Rosie, revenge. Was it sweet? Oh, yes. It's very simple, very smelly. The single mum of two said, I have to try and keep a straight face because the gym is always full of men. I love going to the gym anyway, so this is a plus. (laughs) This is a plus. I've I've actually missed out the rudest bit of that story. Rosie, please, would you get to the point, my darling? We're running out of time. I don't want to crash Jonathan's show with this nonsense. (laughs) Get a prawn, prawn, stick it, um, unscrew the end of your... um, Curtain pole, what? stick, skewer the pawn on the end of the little no. screw on the curtain pole, re-screw on the end, leave it, and the smell, they will never find you out. You never actually doing that? Um, um... Did you? Um... Did you really? Your <laughs> granddad invented not. Ribena. <laughs> if he knew, if he knew what you were doing with that legacy, Rosie. <laughs> See the price of prawns? What a waste. Get some tuna. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't smell as bad, though. Well, that's oh, true. Um, where can I get a captain's chair? <laughs> <laughs> Rosie, always good to talk to you. I'm sorry it's short. Thank you. Her granddad actually invented Ribena. Fact, not fiction. That's a fact. fact. That's a fact. That's why she gets straight through. 
She mentions tuna. There's a story. I've got 20 seconds. There's a story in the paper. I, I don't like tuna. I never. I don't dig it. There's a story in the papers. Oh, I can't find it. It says, basically, if you buy tuna, you're probably not buying tuna. Oh, really? What? It's what probably beef or goat or horse or something. Mm. I, it's in the paper. I'll, you have a look. For, find it yourself. I've, to be honest, I'm, done. I'm, I'm not getting paid. My pay stops... about now. Travel news for beds, hearts and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. In Milton Keynes, Standing Way is closed eastbound between the Kingston roundabout and the Bedford Milton Keynes South Junction because of an accident in the roadworks. In Leighton Buzzard on Old Road there are delays from Globe Lane to Stoke Road because of a burst water main and in Hemel Hempstead on the A41 southbound there are queues between the Two Waters Road at the Hemel Hempstead turn off and the M25 Junction 20 for Kings Langley. On the M25 clockwise there's still a lane closed between Junction 21A for the M1 South and 22 for St Albans because of an accident yesterday and also anti-clockwise there are queues between Junction 17 for Maple Cross and 16 for the M40. On the trains, Abelia Greater Anglia have half-hour delays between Bishop Stortford and Liverpool Street because of a problem with some of the level crossings between Enfield Lock and Northumberland Park. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Sammy. Hey, we're going to record the links for the podcast. The Whatcast, yes, the podcast. Uh, it comes out every week. We did two last week. Don't tell the suits. They'll go nuts. An exclusive interview with Tony Blackburn. Go to iTunes, type in my name, it'll pop up. Till tomorrow, from us, ta-ta. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Ian. Good morning. Welcome to the JVS Show. I'm Jonathan Vernon-Smith. It's Thursday. It's nine o'clock. And on today's big phone-in, should employers be able to choose British-born people over foreigners if they want to? UKIP has...